All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, you know what? Changing plans here. (laughs) David, I have to tell you. Oh, by the way, yeah, welcome. How is everybody? Yada, yada. I know how everyone is. I've been here with you You guys. You were fully engrossed. Yeah, because we were talking about this. That's why I'm like, yeah, yeah, you were doing your thing. Well, good old Beans walks in and decides, hey, watch this. I'm going to roll a hand grenade in the bedroom. Yeah. So hold on a minute. You mean to tell me, I mean, as bad as Bally is, at least it's on my TV system, that the Tigers, Red Wings, and Pistons, I will then have to stream all of their games. They will no longer be an over-the-air product. That is what it appears to be. Now, the final details have yet to come out, but it looks as if, yes, you are correct. If you want to watch any of those three teams, you're going to have to stream them on Amazon. I got to tell you, that's a disaster. That's a complete disaster for the average person. Like, we talk about this all the time. You want to stream an NFL playoff game as an exclusive? You want to stream a Saturday night college football game? You're asking people to do something once a season. Maybe once a week at most. Mm -hmm. When you get into sports that have 162 games or 82 games, you are asking people on a nightly basis to now not be able to watch television, and and you want to hold them captive. And I I hate to break it to people. No one's doing it. No one is going to log in 82 times for a Wings game. Because you know what you can't do? You can't go to NHL Network. You can't browse around. You can't watch other things. Same thing with the Tigers. I, I, a terrible secret for everybody. Yes, do I watch most Tiger games? Yeah, ish. Because I'll go to MLB Network and watch <laughs> MLB tonight to go around the league right. while the Tigers are playing. And I bounce back and forth. Kind of like the Red Zone channel for baseball. 100%. I like to keep up on everything. And if and when the Tigers enter pennant chase mode, well, then you lock in. Look, I really wa- I, I was going to open up with something far different. L- I'll tell you what. Let's see if, if this bombs. But I just want to ask the question. If you hear this news, is does this bother you as much as it bothers me? Don't hit me with that. It just miss me with the old man yelling at Clouds routine. It's not. Being able to flip the channels, watch a little bit of a baseball game, flip over to Shawshank Redemption for the 836th time, back to the Tigers, back over to a basketball game, back to Tigers. That's how I watch TV. That's how I watch sports. When you go to Peacock, you're in a jail cell. When you go to Amazon Prime, you're in a jail cell. Ever hit a wrong button? Boo! Kicks you out of your whole damn program. A- a- am I alone? No, I- what I'm thinking is you're probably going to give just people who will put it up on their laptop and watch TV, but the Tigers game or the Red Wings game 
or the Pistons game will just be on their laptop and they'll just dedicate it to that so that you can do and flip around and do other things. I'll tell you this. Watch the MLB network on your main TV and the Tigers might be doing a one share right now. That'll bring them to zero. If their goal is to absolutely have literally no one watching their product, the well, only, welcome to it. I guess the only good thing you could say is that if you're a Pistons fan out of market, maybe now you can watch them. See, but, but I'm not quite sure exactly what's going on here because in this story, it says that, of course, it would be pricing and availability would be announced later for Prime Video. But then it also says regional sports content will remain available on cable and satellite providers. If it stays so on know. TV, we're good. So yeah. I, it may end up being like when the Lions play on Peacock. It has to go on NBC locally. Yes. Everybody else, you got to right. stream them. If if we're if if look, the way Beanie described it, well, that's what I said. The details have yet to come out. That's what we were saying. Very that, sketchy. It's like, yeah, we were going to bring this up later once we got more right, details. We'll bring it up later then. We move on to something else. I'm just saying, if the a la carte model's fine if it's available on TV. But, yeah, the local market may, similar when the Lions played that game on Peacock, it was also locally okay. on Channel 4. Everybody else in the nation had to watch it on Peacock, unless you were in Kansas City or Detroit. So today's topics didn't include that. We'll revisit it later with more details, I suppose. But I want to open up. We've got to talk about the Lions, obviously. Today's going to be the Jared Goff Show. We're going to get to it at 3. I just want to know how many chuckleheads still want to pick up the phone and call this show and bitch about a quarterback who's won a division and won a playoff game and act like you don't want to pay him. I heard a couple of these chicken heads calling in, Doug and Scott, asking for Hendon Hooker. You people are insane. It's a lot of people. Want well, we're going to have the conversation. We're going to do it at three. What I wanted to open up with, mainly just so we could get it out of the way, put the postage tape on it and get it sent in the mail because I, I have no interest in it, is Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I, I've said this to you a million times. The simplest thing would be if if the contract was real at 10 at 125, you just take it. Because the last I checked, innocent people don't ask for immunity. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, no. See, we're, we're going to say the quiet part out loud. This is something that I can't control, all right? It happens in politics. It happens in news. It happens in sports. It happens in the world. We never just say the quiet part out loud. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's a liar. He's lied to the NCAA. He's lied to Ward Manuel. Oh, I don't want this to be a yearly thing. And he lied on national television saying we're innocent. Really? Innocent people don't ask for immunity as a part of a contract. Now, you want to go to the NFL? Go. He's earned the right. But here's the problem. Words have to matter. They have to matter. And you go, well, what does that mean, Sparty? Okay, I'll tell you. So, for instance, if I'm the guy who said this, I called Ward and I asked him if he wanted me to be the head coach, and he said, yes, 100%. I said, okay, then that's what I want to do. I told him, Ward, this will not be a reoccurring theme every year. This was a one-time thing. Close quote. Referencing looking to go to the NFL. That quote comes from 2021. It is a yearly thing. You lied. Just like you got on national TV and talked about how you're innocent. Really? Your own school didn't think you're innocent. You think they self-imposed for bleeps and giggles? Mm-hmm. When can we just get to the end? Innocent people don't ask for immunity from the NCAA. They, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me know what wedding <laughs> vows feature. Uh, you know, you and I till the day I die, except you're going to bang hookers in the month of February every month, scot-free, <laughs> and you can't say anything. And if a kid happens to pop up, uh, we'll just go ahead and take care of it. I can have as many illegitimate children as I want, and you can't divorce me. Who's signing that contract? There is no job in America 
that but you was, can I mean, ask. he had the balls to, to ask for it. And if I, you know, and I heard some idiot call the morning show today, and I don't even remember their name. Oh, but I mean, it's good for him to interview. I mean, it increases his value. Like, who wouldn't ask for that? I don't know, normal people. And the other side of it is, how is the university who pur- you know purports itself to be on a higher plane? Hey, Jim, do me a favor, pound sand. We're happy to give you a raise. Or we want you here. We are not offering you immunity. What is this, a mobster movie? You can't be fired and you can't be suspended again. Right. You told us you didn't do anything. Right. So what? Uh, huh? So any event that any investigation comes out and I'm guilty, I'm not going to be suspended again. I didn't like that. You can't find me. Can't take back any of this money. It's just, so it's, long as we're good with that, I'll come back and be your head coach. Right. And that's where I go, all right, look. I have said this for a while. I didn't think he'd be back this year. He's not behaving like a man who wants to be back. In fact, I think when you make an ask like that, that'd be like David in his next contract demanding we put a giant crucifix up in the studio and he gets a helicopter to work. They're going to tell David, go to hell. You're out of here. Like, Jim's asking for things that are obscene. And the problem is, I don't know that the school will ever say no. Because they're morally and ethically bankrupt, and you have a fanboy as a president. I was about to say, Santa will probably see if he can get it past their board sure. of regents. We, we are going to offer you full immunity no matter what misdeeds you do. That's chaos to me. <laughs> That's a job that I want. Oh, it's amazing. Because you realize at that point, he could do whatever and just hold up his contract. Can't fire me. But that my point to you is this. They win the national title. And for a guy who says this is not going to be a yearly occurrence, it's a yearly occurrence. For a guy who goes on national TV and says we're innocent, well, one problem. You were suspended by both your university at the start of the year and by the Big Ten in an unprecedented step later in the year. And you were dead to rights because they pulled back the curtain and showed you a slice of what they had against you. And the school went, uh. Oh, yeah. uh." It's like that Shannon Sharp clip where he sips the Mountain Dew. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) The temporary restraining order. I forgot about that. Amicus briefs. I mean, it's like, what world do we live in? There's nothing. I don't care if you're a child, you're an adult. You don't just get to make your own reality. I mean, we see it on the left and the right in politics all the time, and we openly, resoundingly mock it. Why is it any different for a football coach? The idea that Jim Harbaugh, the national title's awesome. But, guys, I said it to you last week, and a lot of you got angry at me. I Last I checked, I don't care. Hold on, let me check again. No, I don't care. You're Kansas basketball. You're complete filth. And that's okay. Because I, I just don't have to act like it's not reality. You're filth. And it's just insane to me. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, you're, I, if you're a dyed-in-the-wool Wolverine... How can you sit there for 30, 20, 40, 50, 10, whatever amount of years you've been alive, and you buy into what the ethos of the university is and what we are and how we do business, now you got a coach who's asking for something that, like, Jordan Balfour asked for. What are we doing? The school should just step up and go, mm, no. Well, but here's the thing. You played in the mud. You won a national title. You did it the air quote right way, hey, hey, and you lost to Ohio State every year. Respect. You did what it took to win, which included cheating your balls off. Right. Cool. My point is. So at- now they're thinking, maybe he's on to something. No, no, no. He's not on to something. Because you've cashed in all your chips on what you've built your entire thing on. And at a certain point, I go, Jim, we want you here. I want to pay you this money. All we've asked is you can't interview for the NFL. Oops. 
guys actively interviewing for the NFL. And probably tell us everything that we want to hear from you before we hear from the NCAA. But the, the Dan, but the Dan Wetzel report where he's asked for full immunity from any future penalties, any suspensions. any I mean, it's the equivalent of Rico saying, listen, may or may not get busted dealing crack, but the ticket can't suspend me if I am, in fact, busted for dealing crack. You know what the ticket would say? Have a nice day. There's no line of work where immunity exists. None. You don't get immunity in a marriage. You don't get immunity riding a bus. How are you going to get immunity making $10 million a year coaching a kid's game? And no point does the school step up and go, you know what, Cheryl Moore, you're our head coach. What are, what are we doing here? Right. Immunity? You know what, I didn't sleep with her, but in the event that that's my kid, full immunity. But I didn't sleep with her. You are but in case that's my kid. Not the father. Right. Well, well, how could it be your kid if you didn't? Well, I'm just saying. 248-539-9797. I'm doing two segments on it. That's it. That's all. Because the Lions are far more important, but we do need to mix these things in. And Harbaugh has interviewed with the Chargers, has interviewed with Atlanta. I do believe he fully wants to go to the league. But the idea that on one hand, you lie to your AD in 21, You've gone back on your word. You went on national TV and lied. You don't get to say well, you're innocent second time, when you've served suspensions. Well, the second time it was because you're, that the narrative last year was, well, he has to do what's best for him. So it's okay if he keeps interviewing. And guess what? He's won a national title. I don't have a problem right. with you doing what's best for you. If it but, wasn't, the, if if Dan Wetzel's name wasn't attached to that, I would have said that's not real. It would have been an article from the Onion. Yeah, that's not real. You know, Jerry not Tarkanian that. asked UNLV for full immunity. Yeah. Huh? Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. It's a one and done. We're gonna do one more segment on it. I'm moving on. I've told you. I think you're in great hands if he stays. If he goes, I think Sharon Moore is a rock star. But to me, as a Michigan fan, do you get annoyed at all? This guy's asking for immunity like he's he's turned stateside. Well, think about it. And this comes just days after you heard from the NCAA president saying, well, I think they did it all fair and square. Uh, me- meanwhile, he has nothing to do with the infractions committee, doesn't even know what's going on in the investigation. And oh, by the way, we've said it from day one. The NCAA doesn't have the power to take away the CFP title. That's something we do in the court of public opinion. That's not even their event. Yep. That's like David showing up at your birthday party and telling you you don't deserve these gifts. It's not your birthday. <laughs> 248-539-9797. My goodness. Side note, Jared Goff talk starts at three, but a breaking news trade. Uh, you're not getting Pascal Siakam. As one bearded Idiot radio host told you the minute that nonsense report from Shams came out, you don't have what it takes. Pascal Siakam is going to the Pacers for Bruce Brown, somebody else, 17 first-round picks, things you don't have. Just like you didn't have what it took to get OG Ananobi. I don't know where Shams got this information. He's a fabulous writer, but it would be the equivalent of saying that David is leaving his pregnant wife and is now dating Tyra Banks. I'm not running that story. I don't believe it to be true. It's outrageous. Oh, Kenny's doing dry January. No, he's not. The Pistons were never trading for OG Ananobi. They were never trading for Pascal Siakam. They don't have what it takes. Oh, they're out of the market for Siakam once they made the trade over the weekend. They got a 12 for a credit score, man. You ain't walking into Bloomingdale's. They already made their trade. No, we'll get to that at four. <laughs> oh, we can finally talk about yes, it. Yes, we can. <laughs>
and then Goff at three and five and lots of good stuff. And we wanted to do two segments on Harbaugh's all over the news. So we'll button it up in two segments. I just feel like the asking for immunity in the school, not just shooting that report down. Come on, have a little pride. Good heavens. David, ticket text, and your thoughts on this as a Michigan fan. And we'll go to the call. Well, first off, you weren't supposed to tell the world about Tyra and me. That was between us. Thanks, fool. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Oh, Ticket Text says asking for immunity is the same as Mike asking if he can disregard the FCC regulations and cuss on the air every day without punishment. I'm going to say the F word at random, and you can't suspend me or fire me. What? It's not possible. Winning? Who wins more than us? No one. I'm the biggest Michigan fan there is, but it's time for Harbaugh to leave. His constant drama and annual NFL flirtation is hurting recruiting and the program long term. Someone else says, I am just so tired of hearing him and his family say he's innocent. It's documented that you are not innocent. Stop (laughs) telling us you're innocent. I mean, honestly, it's worse than when OJ claims it. (laughs) Like, we know what you did, OJ. This is worse, not in a criminality standpoint, but in the proof. Holy mercy. Frankie and Romulus said, this is why I hope Moore gets the job and has, for God's sake, success seamlessly. I think he I'm would. I'm tired of the fuel for Sparties and Buckeyes right now. No, I'm saying, like, I think Sharon Moore's a stud. He's a rock star. And as long as you have Jesse Minner, same deal. Now, Mike McDonald's going to be doing interviews. Minter will go back to the NFL, but my point is, you guys are national champs. You don't, you just don't need this nonsense. Sorry, I, I sorry, I'm not sorry. I just can we just say the quiet part out loud? I guess you were Barry Bonds. You were gonna hit home runs anyway. You didn't need to take the juice. D- David, He's go ahead. Innocent. What are you talking about? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, here's my thoughts. Um, the first part is I'm sick, I have a big I'm one. sick of the NFL flirtation. Just go whatever it is. But the minute I heard the story, when you ask for immunity, that means you're telling me you're guilty. Huh, hello. So I'm like, all right, dude, then that's it. I don't need you anymore. Oh, no, David. Bye-bye. No, the cabal will tell you. that We're just granting him immunity from unfair prosecution. No, no. And I'm fine with him. What You know what? We won the championship. This is something I wanted. Now it's time to move on. Quietly, I hope, but it's not quietly because he keeps asking for stupid things. But my point is that the school doesn't publicly just say no. Big, like, listen, this report is false. The immunity doesn't exist. But I'm not surprised by the school saying nothing and accepting this from him because Santa is there. Santa Ono will let Harbaugh do whatever he wants. Uh-oh. So, of course, he'll consider immunity. Yeah, and I think that's where you arrive that you're just completely bankrupt, which is fine. Because the rest of us can go great. We never have to deal with the faux arrogance anymore. It's the truth. It's like Rico's movie. You're Thanos grilling a sad burger on Planet Nebular. <laughs> it costs you everything. You got all your rings in your glove. Nobody around to see it. I know I didn't quite get the scene right. You know, I just go with Nebular. it. Nebular. <laughs> it's like, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. Just go with it. All right, I'll go He's to on Rob. a roll. Let's go to Rob, 97.1. Rob, how you doing today? Doing well, guys. How are you? Good, hey. man. What's up? Hey, Mike, I couldn't disagree more with you about the Sharon Moore thing. I, I don't think that he would be a good fit there. That's not the topic, obviously. I just, okay. I'm not buying into 
You love Demar- You love Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. I'm still not sold on him uh, yet. Fair. As a winner, fair. A recruiter, great. But, but regardless, Harbaugh, his grapefruit size. So we went from, uh, you know, talking to Michigan fans to let it play out. And then, you know, coaches get fired and staffers get fired. Then everybody does it, right? Everybody cheats. And then they file the TRO. And then Harbaugh gets suspended. And then, you know, right after the national championship, you know, one of Harbaugh's comments was is, we're innocent. I'm innocent. It'll be proven. And now we're asking for immunity. So I, I'm just confused. Did Michigan, does Michigan, are they admitting that they cheated and they were wrong? Now with this, because I agree with David, once, once this comes out, I mean, it's pretty much uh, like them admitting it, or am I wrong? Well, no, I, I, I thought, think this is them admitting it without admitting. I thought J.J. McCarthy's comments were interesting when it was in the lead up to their national title. Oh, we did this as a response to other teams. Wait, did what? We were told none of you knew a thing. You were all just babes in the woods. Yeah. Back in 2019 and 2020, except the J.J. Like, weren't there. Yeah, uh, Rob, we can sit here and I'm, talk about, like, do I believe the fact that they weren't able to cheat and still beat Penn State and beat Ohio State and beat Bama? Hey, man, that does matter, but that doesn't absolve you. You're creating this false narrative. Uh, you know, doing good deeds after you did bad things doesn't mean you didn't do the bad things. My whole point yeah, in it is, I'm... how can you as a coach lie and then, ha- as you put it, have that sheer plumb diameter to ask for immunity? That I've never heard of such thing. We're checking in on Blake Corum's LLC. I still have as as we speak. Place. Yeah, I know. Right. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know who has bigger grapefruits, Harbaugh or... I don't know, Rico, if you saw this, Mike, I know you're not on, on Twitter, but, mm. you know, Connor Stallions, you can now buy a cameo video for $70. Jesus, um, he, is, he is graciously allowing Michigan fans to pay him $70, and he'll give your little daughter, Cindy, or son, Johnny, a happy birthday shout-out on cameo. $70. <laughs> so My response, no Rob, Rob I, thought it was, like, I thought it was fake, kind of like the – Harbaugh asking for this much. I was like, this can't be real. In the words of Smokey Robinson, happy Chinooka. I quit. There's no shame in that program. Like, their fans don't care. Uh, The coach just says things, and it it doesn't matter. And now the guy that was the spearhead of the cheating uh, scandal is offering $70 cameo videos. Uh, but I haven't seen that on the freep.com. Still waiting. No, so. and you won't. Hey, look, Rob, bottom line is that program's just a metaphor for society at large. We are, we are a morally bankrupt society. We have no standards. It is the blind leading the blind. It's pathetic. I mean, I mean, hell, just can't wait for the 24 elections on both sides. We can't. I mean, what are we doing? We got two guys combined age is going to be 200 by the time they're in the office. <laughs> it's just, it's society at large. There's no standards. 2020 was so good, we decided, let's run it back. Run it back. <laughs> run it back. Bet. 248-539-9797. Uh, thank you, John. We got a lot to do today. Golf talk at three. Rico's been baiting me into this. Troy Weaver might talk about the Pistons trade thing. We're going to do it in the 4 o'clock. Well, that's why Siakam doesn't mean anything, because you already got your guy. I am going to karate chop you in the neck. (laughs) All right, we'll get back to your calls momentarily. we got to go around the league. It is time for a little football today. David. I think it it tells you I'm right. Hello. They're pushing the envelope. I'm 
going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. All right there, media mogul. What do you what do you got for me? What answers can I provide to you? Okay, Mike. Well, you know what? Let's just start off with something very simple. Where will Bill Belichick land? I have no holy clue. I mean it. I, I know what I'm rooting for. I would root for radio. Put him in Dallas. Let me see him and Jerry Jones in the same room. <laughs> but I, I, I would think an interesting place. Two, the Chargers is primo because of Herbert. Now, they've interviewed Harbaugh. Do your thing. You want to invite that into your building. What about Atlanta? Arthur Blank will give you the power. He will. You can rock and roll. There are pieces there. Heck, I don't he know. left Arthur Smith alone for an entire year and just said, you know what? I don't care how you play with your toys. Right. But you're not going to come back next. So I, I would say those two. But honestly, I, I really don't have an idea. I think it's a very tough fit because Bill is operated as the entire football department of the Patriots. Nowhere would be in their right mind to offer him that after he drove it into Middle Earth post-Brady. We just finished talking about Jim Harbaugh. Is he in the NFL or is he in college next season? If it's the NFL, I think it's the Chargers. But I, I don't have that answer because you are talking about a completely unpredictable man and then a completely morally bankrupt university. Because I half expect them to put into his contract, Jim, you could kill someone and we won't suspend you. He killed somebody in Times Square, Claus. Right, exactly. Hey, you killed the <laughs> urban cowboy. I, I just, I, Rico, I really don't know. I, if, if he goes, though, the Chargers seems to be, from the betting odds, they would be the fit. And if he doesn't go to the Chargers, he would somehow come back on an immunity clause at U of M. David, I think his hiring of his agent, Don Yee, tells me he's going to the NFL. Yeah, but David, he said he didn't want this to be a yearly occurrence. <laughs> Liar. Next year, will the Lions have to hire one or two new coordinators? One. Ben Johnson's for certain gone. I just don't think Aaron Glenn's going to get that kind of traction. Um, he's got four interviews lined up. Aaron Glenn has four interviews lined up so far. Yeah, I know. He says it's going to take every one. That's fine. I'll be surprised if he gets hired. I, I, you just, it's very difficult with that defense to go, yes, this is my architect. Ben Johnson, come on, man. That offense has been top 10, now top 5. Just don't watch the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> just stop the tape at halftime. That's good enough. Highlights end at the half. It's like most MSU basketball games. Yeah, no, I think Ben, ben will be gone. I, I think Aaron Glenn will be back. All right, uh, we talked a little bit about Dallas. Michael Irvin. The playmaker, famous cowboy, came mm. out on social media and basically said, everybody's got to go except for pretty much C.D. Lamb. Is he right? Ish. I mean, for Dak, what is it now? One and four in the playoffs? I and believe so. And good quarterbacks win, great quarterbacks cover. 0 oh and 5 against the spread. Um, He's saying just tear it down to the stud. Probably. I mean, realistically, Tyron Smith doesn't have a future there. He's old. His body is shot. Zach Martin, how much does he have left? Um, you, have just, C you have CD. You have Micah Parsons. Beyond that, how far am I willing to go with this current group who has had three straight 12-win seasons, but three straight one-and-dones? Probably got to retool it. Yeah, I actually agree with him more than I disagree. 
Yeah, I agree it does, but with at 81 years old, Jerry Jones, I don't think he's willing to do that. I really don't. It's age. It's, it's a problem with age. He wants to win right away. Kind of, before yeah, you know what? It reminds you of uh, Illich here. Yes. Where he did everything he could with the Tigers and the Wings because he wanted one more title. So, okay. It came out earlier today. Derrick Henry was almost traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. If they would have consummated this trade, would this have fixed the Eagles? No. It would have had an absolute 0% impact. Zero. Rico, Jalen Hurts is a mess. Infighting in the locker room. The offensive line has gone from being elite to average. They're horrible against the blitz. And the defense cannot get off the field. So when the opponent is possessing the football on an average of like 38 minutes since week eight, I don't care who your running back is. You never have the ball. I mean, the Eagles are on the field for 80, 85. They, there was, I think in the Bills game, they're on the field for 93 snaps. No, I don't think it would have changed the thing. Why, David? Because you don't pay running backs? Bam! But you draft them. And then you dump him in the river. (laughs) But if he's there, ball control. No. No? Out. Okay. Um, For the divisional playoff games, who's the wild card team that can win? I mean, the underdog team that can win. Just flat out win. Okay. So are we doing the cop out where it's like, well, the Chiefs are two and a half point dogs there for them? Or do you want the biggest bomb? No, the one that if, if, if you know, your life depended on it, I'm picking this team, this underdog, to flat out win the game on the money line. Who would that team be? I mean, you'd have to say the Chiefs. The rest of them are all touchdown or better dogs. Now, if you're like, Mike, which big underdog would be the one? That's a different question. I mean, I'll say Chiefs because I don't want to hear a receipt segment. Oh, yes, yeah, no receipt segment. I know this you. Is, this is not Wilson no, no. the volleyball. No, no, no. I know this, you. This isn't a receipt segment. This is just, uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, so who's the, the big upset then? Honestly, between yeah. the Bucks, Texans, and the Pack? Bucks. I mean, a rookie QB is not going into Baltimore. And I already told you, you guys are my favorite pick of the week. I think the Packers are going to get murdered. And while I don't think the Bucs are going to win, yeah. I mean, they can they can slow down your running game. They did it in the first matchup. They got the elite receivers to cut you apart in the secondary. What if Goff gets pressured by Todd Bowles' blitzes and we get a couple of turnovers happening? I'm just, you, you want me to build a pathway? There's your pathway. Oh, by the way, shout out Tampa Bay Media. Wait, wait, wait. We, wait, we wait, play- hold, 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 hold. That's coming up, Mike. Oh. Oh. Hold, hold on. Okay. I got one more question before we get to that. But oh, you know my what? God. We're there already. Mike, how would you have answered this question? I'm looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've seen it got to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? Mike, how would you answer that question? (laughs) F you. We play on one problem. They play indoors. Todd Bowles handled it like a champ, like a true professional, and just kind of was like, well, we'll only be outside for about 20 seconds. They play in a dome. But Coach Valeni 
How would you have answered I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Next question. Mike Tomlin, you're just walking off? I I mean, (laughs) how do you even... I mean, it's just proof they'll credential anyone. All right. Up next, a question from Kenny Cott, 13 beers deep. I mean, honestly, come on. How can you ask a coach how you're going to handle the elements? They play in a dome. See, I probably would have just, if I was sitting there in the press conference, just tugged on her. No, no, no. Just stop, stop, stop with the question. I'll explain to you later. You don't want to become a meme, right? Not going good. Yeah, just let, let that go. Next question. David? Oh, yeah, I probably would throw a chair at her. You no, wouldn't, you wouldn't. David, no, I would not. I'm just, I'm just playing. There's a difference in sound effect and then yes, actual correct. verbalizing of said sound no, effect. No, I, would, I, I, I wouldn't respond well, I'll tell you that. Before I say something, I'm probably rolling my eyes looking at somebody like, is somebody, is this real? (laughs) All right. Whoa, whoa. That is your NFL Blitz 97.1. All right. We are going to get to the Lions and Jared Goff in nine minutes. Top of the hour and really get into it because today needs to be the Jared Goff show. Um, you missed anything, odyssey.com rewind. We're going to go on the board momentarily. Let me do this. We have royalty calling the show, and I want to make sure we get to Brian from Detroit. He is a longtime caller before we fully move on to Lion stuff. Fair? Brian is up next. What's up, B? Fellas, you know I don't like Harbaugh that much. But, Mike, you could, well, you could walk in somebody's office when you got a national championship and ask for anything you want, and that's what they did. That's what he did. I remember about a year. Remember when he did that interview with Minnesota? You said really nobody in the NFL really want him because of the age and all that other stuff. True. When you win, when you win, things change. Now the NFL want him. Michigan will get on their knees and do whatever it takes to keep them. They could care less. It's yeah, and Brian, guess, Brian, I, but Brian, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second because I'm not, I'm not mad. I, you have every right to say what you're saying, but so do I. That My whole point is yeah, everything, everything you said is true, and I can still laugh at it and go, does anyone have a standard? Mike, I'm laughing with you. They don't have a standard. Mike, I told you this one had that attitude. Michigan does not have no standard. They should be like me. I don't care how we got to win. I just want to win. That's right. But, I don't but Brian, I would have took the pictures for you. I got to ask you another question, too, fellas. Yeah, Go, ahead. Go ahead. Think about it. I always said, if Mel Tucker would have been coming off a Big Ten championship and went to the playoffs, they wouldn't have fired him with that stuff nope. happened with that lady. It never would have happened. I think they you know what? No, I agree with Brian. It would have never came to light. Think about this, Mike. Yeah. People died during the Georgia football program. Nothing happened to Kirby Smart. His players were out, Man, listen, and people you, died. So when you went, if Mel, Mel Tucker would have been, he could have been had two women in the room with him, oh, whatever oh, he was doing. Oh. When you win, brother, when you win, Mike, that covers everything. Yeah, but the problem, the problem is this. Hey, look, we're not going to re-adjudicate this because I don't care. You have to remember, on the heels of what took place with Larry Nasser, he was in a relationship, may or may not have been consensual, with a vendor, a university vendor who was lecturing on how to treat women. Right. A rape victim. Like, I'm sorry, guys, respectfully disagree. There'd be well, no way, no path forward. Here's, here's why I say, when you win... People will forgive you, but when you lose, think about this, okay? Okay. No, no, real quick, and then we'll get to on the board. 
Look at everything that's happened at Michigan under Harbaugh. They won a title, but I mean, from the from Mozzie Harris to all the different things that went on, nothing happened. Him saying it was just a cheeseburger until I want full immunity. But when they were losing, remember Brady Hoke loses his job because he took Shane Morris back out on the field. He lost his because, job because no, no, no. his headset wasn't plugged no, in. But I'm saying it was you put a stake in the ground, you embarrassed us, and you apologize, and you put Shane Morris back on the field, you know what? You're fired. All right, that's because people He was are, fired because he was losing. No, it's because people are con artists and they're morally bankrupt. No, no, but when you win, they'll find a reason to keep you around. Well, then what's Juwan's excuse? He falls under the radar. Best thing that happened to him? Oh, really? Michigan kept winning. Okay. Nobody. David, can you name five players on the team? Doug. Doug, Doug. And I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm just saying. You mean I meant full-time players, not (laughs) part-time ones who play at home but don't go on the road. The the bad son, Doug. Right. Doug. What about Cheddar Bob? Will Cheddar. We're good. Let's go. Let's go on the porch, shall we? Winners! 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 That's like selling people dreams for cash. I'm on a roll. 13 and 3. You're going to do it? You're going to do it now? I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. Oh, oh that's right. Nice, tidy, 2-0. and oh. System not a system, but it plays like a system night. Now, Kansas State wasn't a work of art. Got a little sketchy there, but got it to OT, got it done. And then what's becoming my new favorite team in America, the Lobos in New Mexico, put a 100 on Utah State. If you're bored one night, you need to watch. They are fun as hell, man. Elite guard play. And they, well, I don't know what that, I asked Evan, I forgot the kid's name. They got a kid, and it's like Jermel Jr. Smitherman. <laughs> Just block party. Everyone's invited. Um, 2-0, feel good about it. It works, guys. But you got to wait because there is no system tonight. There's no play that falls in. So you can not play. Or I know Rico will demand something, and it's in his wheelhouse. I want to take you to the Big Ten. I want to take you to the ratty Big Ten, which Rico loves. Nobody, and I mean nobody, walks into the rack and wins a game. That's Rutgers' home tin little barn. Rutgers laying two and a half, hosting Nebraska. Nebraska mm. clearly better, 13 and four. Rutgers, very average. But the rack, mm-hmm. they turn into gremlins. It's funny. Talk I, to me. No, because I thought the game was at, I was like, you're going to talk about Pinnacle. Because that's when Nebraska plays, because nobody goes in there. But you're right. The rack, very tough place to play. I, I don't know. Yeah, that one, I'll bless that one, Mike. It's just something I know that you love the Big Ten. I, I would bet it and not watch it. That's how much I care about the Big Ten this year. Um, I mean, it may be entertaining like let me give you the other last game. night. The other game that intrigues. Again, these are not system, not a system, but we're having fun on a Wednesday night. LSU, who is infinitely average. They got that Jamal Reed kid who puts up 50 and a bunch of school children. They're 10 and 6, but favored at home. Over 15-1 and one Ole Miss. Chris Beard coaching. Maybe a lean to LSU there. Like I said, I had a great night last night. Not going to go crazy. Wanted to at least offer things because I don't want to be Kenny Cott on hardwood. Rico, please. Let's head on down to Detroit. Well, let's not. Timberwolves. Pistons. No. Pistons. Oh, God. Anthony Edwards. 
over 28 and a half points. Anthony Edwards over two or more three pointers made. And just for you, Mike, yeah, Jalen Duran to get 10 rebounds at plus 240. Yeah, hey, hey another monster game for Duran against the Wiz, where he had 18 and 13 or something. That's a great way to bet the Pistons is the player combo. Yeah. Points and rebounds, Duran. He's a machine. Um, I actually would tell you this. I think it's interesting. I know it's not a great way to watch basketball. Under. Minnesota, an elite defensive team. Pistons cannot shoot the basketball. Total, 223. Under would be interesting. You want me to add the under? I want you to, it's a free country. Live your <laughs> okay. best life. Uh, I know it's not fun to go, miss, miss, miss enough. Well, that's what I said. But, I just went, you know, Edwards, 20 over 28 and a half. Yeah. Hit two three-pointers and during to get 10 rebounds or more. Eh, throw the under in. Okay. Uh, Kenny, go ahead, buddy. Talk to me. I gave you four picks yesterday. None of them hit. I'm taking the day off. Yeah, that's called Kenny getting wiped out in one night. Kenny showed up to work. had all those wins. We had a bankroll built up. It's okay. And up next, Kenny Pantsless. All right. <laughs> the, the Mike Valeni special. Kenny, let me, let me, can right. I say that uh, real quick? I want to say this for in Kenny's defense. In the three years he's been doing hockey picks, I never in my life remember a night like he had last night. That was a hellscape for you. Yeah, We've that was absolutely there. miserable. Every game that I flipped to, oh, they're down one. They're down two. I flip back. They're down four. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? That's called the first day of March Madness last year for me. I was you your know, dad in the chair with the, all the, with all the paramutual yeah. tickets. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's called just burn the tape. Don't watch the game. Burn the tape. You're going to learn nothing. What's the special pick? If you add the under along with Edwards over 28 and a half, Edwards two three-pointers or more made during... 10 rebounds or more, and the under in the game, it's now at plus 570. David, what do you got? Uh, I was already on that uh, for the points and rebounds, Jalen Duran. You, you like that, Matt. Oh, you I like do. that. I do. Uh, and then I'll go with this one. Plus 19 and a half, USC visiting Arizona. Got to go with that one because they have the Prince, Bronny. No, do I have to, uh, right? David, they're terrible. I know that, they that are. 19 is not charity. Uh, They're terrible. I, I'm just being, I'm Colorado, making fun of those. Colorado put 100 on them in the second half of the game they played a few days ago. Here, you want an idea? I'll give you an idea. Why not the Heat in Toronto tonight? You know what? I thought about that. The Raptors have no roster. FanDuel hasn't pulled it off the board. Right. It's it's Heat minus three and a half on the road in Toronto. Obviously, they traded Ananobi. Now they traded Siaka. Better take it now before it gets pulled off the Correct. board. Correct. I don't know. It's an idea. I don't love it. And that's on the board. You want to talk some Jared Goff? Let's talk some Goff. Let's. Where's all the Hendon Hooker fans, huh? We'll talk about it next. 97.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Honestly, it sounds like most sideline reports. The coach has said more points wins games. Back to you. All right. How are you going to handle the cold weather in Detroit? Uh, one problem. They play in a dome. Um, Jared Goff. I'm so excited, and I did a, a a small version of this on Cash to Ticket with Cookies because I said, "All right, when when are you just going to stop? Like, when are I'm not? I don't need one thing. I hate is when people are like, when are you going to apologize for that opinion? Uh, I don't know. Half past your mom. It's an opinion. It's sports. It's not like a, it's not like Rico's hurling ethnic slurs. Uh, it, guys, can we stop with the golf stuff? Won 12 games, won the division, won a playoff game. I don't care how he plays against the Bucs. You got to pay him. But yet, you turn on the station in the morning, you turn it on in the middays, and I'm sure it'll happen here. I, I just don't get what some of you are after. It's like yesterday when people were bitching and moaning, well, you didn't say we'd win by enough. I, I, I You know what? Go to hell. How about that? You won your first playoff game in 30 years. And all you could find a way to do is complain or not pay your quarterback because he's not Joe Burrow, because he's not Mahomes. I, I really I don't understand what we're doing. So I want to know right here, right now, no matter what happens against the Bucs, which I do believe they will win, but no matter what happens, aren't you paying this guy? Can you put your swords down? And for all that Jared Goff needed to prove to you, which, by the way, he didn't have to prove to the to the men in that locker room, to the front office, to his head coach, and you heard it after the game, which Rico cited yesterday, you're good enough for effing Detroit, which is obviously a shot at the Rams because he wasn't good enough for them. Is great going to be the enemy of good here? Because some of you, I heard a caller call into Doug and Scott, oh, I should just go to Hendon Hooker next year. Man, do you live on Xbox? What planet do you reside on that a man for the Detroit Lions is going to win 12 games, win the division, win a playoff game, and you want to let him get into the last year of his contract? Mm -hmm. It's the proverbial next level. Because I, I heard a caller, too, saying, yeah, but you know what? We still need to reach that next level. And it's like, guys, you're at the next level. It may not be the way that you wanted to get there, but you're there. You won a lot of games. You won a division. You won a playoff game. You're hosting another playoff game. What's another quarterback going to do that Goff has not done for you? He wins game. That locker room loves him. The ownership loves him. And when yeah, when I, I thought early on when they extended him when they didn't have to. You know what, Brad Holm really he believes in Goff. But listening to how they sound, he went out there and did something going all the way back to what Eric Kramer. You won a playoff game. 
and that when they're like, you're good enough for Detroit, you're good enough for us. That was his team, and the reception that his teammates had for him, he's a quarterback. I don't understand. For some reason, the goalpost keeps getting moved for this. Who's man. we? And I don't understand what he has. Not not every fan, but there are some fans, Mike. He can do nothing right. If he wins a Super Bowl, yeah, but you only won one. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. That doesn't make you special. Do you understand that the numbers that Jared Goff is putting up right now exceed what, for instance, from my world, Eli Manning ever did? Eli has two Super Bowls. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Guys, I'll ask you again. Are we done? Seriously, here's the phone lines. I want all the chuckleheads. Line them up like bowling pins. Just tell me exactly. Now, here's the other thing, and I got into this with Costa. Well, I'm not giving him a a, 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 like a, a Pat Mahomes. Who's talking about paying Jared Goff half a billion dollars? If I were representing Jared Goff, I would have the talk with my client. Like, there's no scenario you're going to be the highest paid QB in football. None. And if the Lions gave him that level of money, I would actually criticize it. But there's a middle ground here to where... Yeah, I think Lions fans are going to have to be okay with the fact that we're going to be breaking news one day saying Goff is going to be averaging about 40 to $45 million a year on his next extension. And within a year or two, when quarterbacks begin making 60 a year, he'll go from being the fifth highest paid to the seventh highest paid it reminds to the tenth me, highest yeah, It reminds me of when Stafford was the highest paid QB, and it was the outrage. Well, he hasn't won a playoff game. He hasn't won a division. How is he the highest paid QB? Well, just wait a second, because he right. won't be, and he wasn't. And then all of a sudden, his deal looked cheap. Goff is your guy. You're going to have to pay him. I don't understand the angst for some. It's not Hendon Hooker. If you bring in Hendon Hooker, he's the unknown. You don't. You have something built here that you can sustain. You may not win twelve games next year. You may ex- because you're going to be playing a tougher schedule, but you could be a better team. This is Goff's team. This offense is built for him. He's got the running game. He's got the offensive line. He's got the safety blanket in Laporta. I don't understand what it is that you want to see from this man that he has not given you. So because here, he has galvanized this. this team. Take the names out of it. All right? Take the names out of this. I'm going to give you two stat lines. Two. All right? 67.3% completion rate. 4,600 yards. 30 touchdowns, 12 picks, and a QB rating of 97.9. Right? Does that sound good to you? Sounds good. Okay, that's quarterback A. Here's quarterback B. I just got to pull the second window up. I apologize. Quarterback B is the following. A 66.5% QB uh, percentage rate, 4,300 yards, 29 touchdowns, 18 picks, and a 92.2 rating. Which quarterback would you rather have, A or B? Probably A. Okay. A is Jared Goff. B is Josh Allen. But what about the rushing yard? Noted. What about the 18 picks? What about the lower completion percentage? What about the fewer passing yards? What about the brutal red zone turnovers? My point to you is you're chasing names. You're chasing the idea of a quarterback. People in Buffalo aren't getting rid of... That's a great way of putting it. The idea of a quarterback. I like that. It's like what people do with spouses. Marquee, man. Oh, I'm saying, like, think about what people do in relationships. 
You'll see a lot of people, men or women, whatever, they're in love with the idea of someone. They're not in love with the actual person. Mm -hmm. So, like, just think about it. Buffalo ain't trying to get rid of Josh Allen for all of his foibles. Why the hell in a town that has had no success? I have comped this to a homeless man complaining that the free mattress he got isn't comfortable. Then go sleep on the concrete. Right, but then you get some saying, well, Dallas is looking to part way with Dak, so, you know, maybe we should do the same. Dak has had how many chances to go on a run? How many years in a row? Three 12-win years in a row without doing what Jared Goff did. Rico. Mike, I'm with you. When he initially got here, I'm like, guys, he's not a Band-Aid. This is going to be your guy. The fact that he has gone out here. And and here's the, the puzzling part about all of this. People loved Stafford. Endlessly. And Stafford didn't give you anything that this man has given you in the last three years. Yeah, he was on the bad team, and he was here to turn it around. And he is now the team leader. And he led you to a playoff victory. First time in 30 years. And you know what? This isn't going to be a one-time thing. The Lions will be back in the playoffs multiple years where it won't be a big deal to go and get tickets because you're used to them being in the playoffs. Quarterback A, 67% completion rate, 4,200 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 picks for a 92 rating. Quarterback B, 67% completion rate, 4,600 yards, 30 touchdowns, 12 picks, and a 96 quarterback rating. Who would you rather have, quarterback A or B? Give me the A numbers again. A is 67.2. 4,200 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 picks, and a 92 rating. B? B is Jared Goff. A, Patrick Mahomes. I'll do this all day. Okay. Brock Purdy. Hold, please. (laughs) No, but you you understand because what happens is there's an inherent bias. It is. And if people have an idea they don't like Jared Goff, you're going to look for anything that confirms your bias. People would rather be right than to just accept this better way forward. Like, it's okay to be wrong. Things are still good. I I don't understand. If I take the names out of this and we go data, all right, so he's not sexy. So he doesn't run for an 80-yard touchdown, or maybe he doesn't have – guys, if I have to hear someone else go, well, he doesn't throw the ball downfield enough. He led the league in completions over 20 yards. Oh, well, the, the receivers did most of the work. Signed anyone who's ever thrown Tyreek Hill a football. Yeah. Like, I just... I was about to say, yeah. Tyreek Hill, Debo, yeah. They just catch Brock it. Brock Purdy threw run. a five-yard pass to Debo in Philadelphia, and it turned into an 80-yarder. Facts. Like, that's called playing the position. So, I, I would love to know, are I we mean, done? Even, even the C.D. Lamb, what, 97-yard run was mostly C.D. Lamb. And it was a broken play. Right. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. David on the ticket text. We're doing the Jared Goff show. I just would like to know um, for all the people who wanted more, needed more, prove it, prove it. Okay, can we? Can you put your sword down now? Can we pay Jared Goff? We good? David, go ahead. 
Someone's texting in, Dave, as a New York Jets fan. He says, I wish we had a quarterback like Jared Goff. Can't understand all the skepticism here in Detroit. Seems irrational at yeah, this but, point. But here, here's the thing I will tell you. You're, this is the problem. No one will value Jared Goff as much as you will. Jared Goff could not go to a lot of other situations and be good. Guess what? Lamar Jackson couldn't. Lamar has always had a very specific offense. Only now, this deep into his career, they brought in Todd Monken and tailored what they were doing and tried to move it forward. I mean, remember, John Harbaugh scrapped the old offense and said it's not working for him, so come up with one that he likes. Correct. Like, only a rarefied few QBs could just be dropped into a situation and you'll get the same performance. Jared Goff, he's he's like a step above a game manager and a step below a superstar, which is good enough to win a Super Bowl. So basically, most quarterbacks in the league. No, I think the superstars, you've got... How many superstar quarterbacks are there? I was about to say, I don't think you can get past five or six. Okay, so like name them. You want to name Lamar? Fine. Lamar. You want to go Allen, Mahomes, Burrow. There's four. Okay, who else? I wouldn't put Allen on that list. I'm trying to be fair to prove a okay. point. How Hurts. many? No. Hurts when healthy. Okay, five, fine, five. Let's say there's six superstars. Then you're going to have a space of guys who are better than game managers but not superstars. You got a Matt Stafford. You got a Kirk Cousins. Um, you could throw a Kyler Murray in there. You could throw in some of these other QBs. Pencil them in. Okay. A Dak. Fine. Then there's everybody else. The point I'm making is he's still a top 10 QB. A top 12 quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't want that, you need to do one of two things. Show me a realistic pathway to getting one of the top five or six guys, which does not exist. Mm -hmm. Or spin the wheel of fortune. You're basically Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Which chalice am I sipping from? Here's a hint. Most teams that decide to sip from the chalice turn into the bag of bones that the one dude did. He chose poorly. Poorly. <laughs> so I just don't know what we're doing. David, go ahead. Yeah, Ken texts in and says, for everybody that doesn't want to pay him, you better hope he wins zero more games. For everybody that wants a Super Bowl, better hope they don't make it. So are you rooting against your team? to lose so you could be right about paying or not paying the quarterback. And just right. know that it, mm. th it's it's not every Lions fan because I think some Lions fans realize this is our guy and this is what we see. There Who's we? The we are those who, David, I'm telling you, if he wins one, they'll say, well, it's just one Super Bowl and even Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Okay. So that's not that special. If you told me I got to win a Super Bowl once every 10 years, and the other nine, I was terrible. Would I take it? Yeah, probably. Now, as a Giants fan, I'm I'm approaching like 13 seasons, and we're terrible. But you get my point. If you're a Lions fan, you waited your whole life. Who cares? <laughs> take a page out of the Michigan fan playbook. Who cares what happens afterwards? Oh, well, what about that Joe Flacco deal? Do you think the people in Baltimore care? He had 11 touchdowns and no picks that postseason and won him a Super Bowl. Oh, well, it hurt them down the line. What here? Let's check your trophy case. Let's go to Ryan to lead it off. Ninety-seven-one. What's up, Ryan? Not much. How you doing? Good, hey, man. Uh, so I I have this theory of why I think people don't like Jared Goff and uh, why they kind of want to move on to Hendon Hooker, and I kind of compare compare it to a uh, submarine pitchers in baseball. Uh, they, they look awkward, you know, doing what they do. So 
sometimes Jared does look a little awkward with the way he throws the ball. Sometimes it doesn't come out clean. But you know what? He gets it done. And stats speak for themselves. This guy's our quarterback, and he just brought you your first playoff win, and most people's first playoff win they've ever seen the Lions get. So uh, I don't want to hear Like, this guy's our quarterback for the foreseeable future. I'm with you, Ryan. I, I don't understand it. It's, and I, I, I think you're right. Let's get the golf people, well, people who don't want golf here, what is it about him that you want to be different? What is it about him that you don't like? It could be the delivery, but then again, I'm watching other games and you're looking at quarterback throwing the ball and it's like uh, they showed Jordan Love showing a, you know, he threw a touchdown pass on that uh, fourth down play. And it was a horrible throw through four defenders, but he got it there. It wasn't sexy. But it worked, and that's Jared Goff. It works. I don't understand. Yeah, and I mean, with Jordan Love too. I mean, he he kind of makes it look cool when he does that little fadeaway pass that he does, and I get it. It's cool. It's Ryan. It's I'll say this: with oh, jo- yeah. how Jordan Love throws the ball is what to drive every fan base crazy because he throws off his back foot. He kind of floats it up there, but it's work. It works for him. I don't get it. If I was a Packer fan, I'd be livid because I'm like, guy, you got to step into your throat, but he doesn't. I'll tell you what I think people don't like. I think they're seduced by the mobile quarterback. So here's a fun exercise. Here's a fun exercise. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, name the other mobile quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl in recent memory. And you can define recent as 15 years. Want to make it 20? We'll make it 20. How many guys whose feet are truly a weapon have brought home a Lombardi trophy? Think of one. Or hell, even made the game. Want to play a game even more fun? Just gotten you there. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, the one is Russell Wilson. Okay. And you got to go back to 2013. Do you know who he faced in that game? Peyton. The I'm statue sorry. of David, yeah. a.k.a. Peyton Manning, except he had pants on. Go ahead. What other, more, what other mobile QBs? Who, who made the game or won the game? Made or won. Aaron Rodgers. Go back to 09. Correct. Okay, there's two. Jalen Hurts. Last year. Got to the game. Yeah, he got to the game. Okay. So in 15 years, 30 total starting QBs, and I'm taking Mahomes out because Mahomes is one of one. He's Michael Jordan. Do we agree? Yes. Three other guys in 15 years. I can add a fourth, Kaepernick. But you're right. It it doesn't happen. Yeah, you're right, Kaepernick. It doesn't happen often. Right. Okay, so, but you get my point. I mean, here here are the names of the guys that have won it. Okay, that are not Mahomes. Stafford. Brady, Brady, Foles, Brady, Peyton Manning with bolts in his neck, Brady, Joe Flacco, Eli, uh, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Eli, Peyton, Roethlisberger, and then you're back, Brady, 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 Brad Johnson. Okay, here's who lost it. Uh, Brady, Kurt Warner, Peyton Manning, Roethlisberger, Brady, Kaepernick, Mobile, Cam, Cam, Mobile, Matt Ryan, Statue, Goff, Garoppolo, uh, Burrow. You, you see my point? The whole mobile quarterback thing is fun week one to 18. But it doesn't pan out into championships. And if you tell me, well, it's not fair, you're taking Mahomes away. Mahomes is one of freaking one. Well, that type of exciting offense, I give you case study, the Miami Dolphins. They were, they were fun to watch all year long. But what do they win? Exactly. When the weather gets colder, they go away. 
Okay, sorry. I just I but, you 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 would ask the question, and I'm like, I think I know the answer. People want, oh, we, he's not mobile. They what want does the, that even mean? They want the quarterback that on third and eight can just take off, like like what Josh Allen did when he took off and he picked up the first down and said, oh, you're not going to tackle me, and he ran it all the way in for a touchdown. How many Super Bowls has he been to? How many Super Bowls has Lamar okay, been you to? You know what? If you, if you want to get technical about it, none. <laughs> Ain't facts a bitch. You're just being mean. Man. No, I'm not. I'm having a great time. <laughs> the sun is out. We're not going to have it again until March. It doesn't matter. It's still three. I know, but the sun looks nice. <laughs> the, you know why? Because it's frozen and stuck right, out there. The, the sunlight <laughs> off the snow. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Until you have to be out in it. Very simple question. For those out there who do not like Jared Goff, what is it going to take? Because he has won you a playoff. He's won you a division. And some still don't want him here. In the words of Teddy KGB, pay that man his money. Because he's your quarterback in the future. That's it. Yeah. Let's get to it. Back to the people. Uh, And yes, Rico will bait me into my thoughts on the... I mean, if you you don't want to talk about the Pistons. No, but one segment later today, like we did one segment on Harbaugh. Odyssey. Go to Brandon, 97.1. What's up, B? Hey, guys. How you doing? Excellent. Hey. How are you? Good. So I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Red Wings because I know it was under-talked about what they did against Toronto uh, with the team landing problems, and then they were able to win in Toronto without Patrick Kane. I thought that was fabulous team effort there. How about congratulations for ending their slide and kind of get, getting a stabilizing their season a little bit? Yeah, that was awesome. But anyways, you know, I don't think people realize that, you know, Jared Goff is perfect for the system. And I don't know if it's a fair comparison, but for the people that like the J.J. McCarthy haters, uh, I think that they're going to see like this offense won't run the same way without J.J. And I think that's the same way with Jared Goff. You're not going to get another quarterback that's efficient enough to make the certain throws that he makes to be able to keep the offense Can know, I just, rolling down the field. Brandon, let me say one thing, though. And it's, it's, this is a very small critique, all right? I'm not angry about it. But do you know why people get so bent out of shape, including myself, about J.J.? Because unlike with Goff, where nobody comps him to Patrick Mahomes, the feckless media want you to believe J.J. McCarthy is Jaden Daniels. It's an absurdity. No. It's, abs- yeah, and, and, and it's he's, ridiculous. He's not, he's, not, he's not that, but again, we don't really know what. I don't get how J.J. can get drafted. That's why I thought it was good for him to come back next year. Same. Because like, we, don't, we don't use him in a way where he can show off everything he has. And it's how do you grade fault. a quarterback just, who's not asked to do a whole lot? Look, there have been games exactly. this year where Goff had to throw for 360. There are games he had to throw it 44 times. How about your game where there was no margin for error to win 24-23? He was 22 of 22 with a clean pocket. Right, and you know he never had to never had to do that, and that's why I think that golf is perfect, and people are just going to have to live with it because he won't be here for a while. Yeah, I I, I really uh, Brandon, I'm with you. I just wonder. If it if it's not proven to you by now, I I just don't know that it ever will be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking that it won't. I mean, I think that the Lions could win the Super Bowl, and you'll have people say, "Yeah, he's still no Mahomes. They yeah, won, but, but yeah." But in fair, like I'll give you an example, right? If you and I went through this with the Giants with Eli, but Eli wasn't anywhere near as good as God. 
Go look at the numbers. If you don't believe me, go look at them. He's a 500 quarterback with 125 career fumbles, and he notably was a mouth breather. I couldn't take it. Last thing is has nothing to do with football, but let's No, but my point forward. is I would have killed to have had someone like Goff. Because Goff, uh, two years in a row now, has just played elite. Go, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, I'm going to do this right now. Where do we got to be? We're here at six. No, no. Well, while you do that, I uh, will simply ask 248-539-9797 for those people who, judgment-free, if you think that Mike and I are totally off board, why should the Lions move away from Jared Goff? Because I don't see it. Yeah, here's here. Here's an, what do these numbers mean? Ready? <clears throat> 17, 18, 20, 10, 14, 25, 16, 15, 27, 14, 14, 16, 13. What do those numbers mean? Those are the number of interceptions Eli Manning threw by season. Only one of those years was less than what Goff did this year. Did you say 27? Oh, I said 27. Is that his rookie year? No, that'd be 2013. He had a lot of stuff on his mind. Hey, you want his touchdowns? Here you go. <laughs> Remember, Jared Goff had, what, 32 of them? Well, let's see. 24, 24, 23, 21, 27, 31. One problem. He threw 25 interceptions that year. 29, 26, 18, 30, 26, 19, 21. You want completion percentage? Goff was at 67. 48, 52, 57, 56, 60, 61, 62, 61, 59, 57, 63, 62. I, I mean, but you know what? He, oh, no. I'm doing the cutlets over here. I would have killed for Jerry but, but because he played in the New York market at 10% off. No, I'll tell you why. It's because of his last name, and he was a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. He was a Manning. That's so why you, everyone kissed his ass. If his last name was Milikowski, nobody would have said a word. What about Smitherman? So, Rico, what you're saying is you add 10% to the touchdowns, take away 10% for right. the interceptions. It balances out. Yeah, you add 10% for the touchdowns, the interceptions. It's it's like going to Canada. It's that conversion rate. <laughs> We're talking loonies and toonies. Let's go to the people. Sorry about that, guys. I had to get that off my chest. Let's go to Matt, 97.1. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Good, Mike. How you doing today? Okay, buddy. What's up? Just wanted to add into the mix, you know, like you said, golf's been killing it lately. You know, all this season, all last season, I say pay the man. Nobody had any quarrels paying Stafford when he was the highest paid QB in the league. And look where golf has taken us. Stafford didn't do nothing for us. Yeah, and, 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 and again, I mean, no one is saying you should reset the market paying him. We're not talking about a Deshaun Watson, $250 million fully guaranteed. But, Matt, it's clear this guy should be the quarterback for at least the next three seasons here, maybe four, maybe five, because what's the alternative? And why is everyone so quick to rush to it? I I really don't get it. You know, they call him a backup quarterback for a reason, right? Sure, maybe Hendon would be good, but you don't know that. You know, he's been out for too long at this point. This guy, I don't think we need to. In all likelihood, Matt, I'm being serious. In all likelihood, while I think the Buccaneer game will be tougher than the average fan, I think you're going to win. Jared Goff's going to have you in the NFC Championship game in year three of one of the hardest rebuilds in the NFL. Let's go. Let's go. Will you go with me if we make it to the NFC game? No, I'm not going to San Francisco for your funeral. No, I'm not doing it. 
Matt, I just ah, shoot. I'm sorry, buddy. Listen, I'm rooting like hey, hell man, for this we, team, but like, come on. The Niners got to get past the Packers, oh, and according to Pete Prisco, they're not. Who? It's Pete, he's a national Who? writer. Who? He said that you have no chance. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven. I said, Dave, go. You're shaking your head. I what? cannot believe you just brought that up, Rico. David, One it guy, just sent me he's into a, a nobody now. It sent me into a depression reading that. You know what? I truly do hope your team loses now. I don't think they will, but just lose. He makes now. it hard to root for him, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. It really is something. Why? Because I'm skeptical? They got a history with the Packers. It's faux skepticism. It's not. It's, 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 it's just, I'm going to have a very stressful Saturday night. Okay. David, you know what? I'm just going to read something. By the way, you still savor in those Eli numbers? Yeah, 27 interceptions. That's amazing, you man. like that? All right, we'll get back to your calls momentarily. Let's do a little football today, please. Here. Ow! This is the music Ow. of the Big Ten. This is the Big Ten CBS music now. So let's get to this real quick. They just Some want it more. Things that have happened in college football that you have not been able to comment on. And both of you, I want to get your thoughts on Kalen DeBoer going to Alabama, Saban retires, and he takes over for Saban in Alabama. Your thoughts? Uh, Let me leave it to his agent first, and then I'll talk. (laughs) David, I think that uh, he's going to be in for a rude awakening, realizing that uh, college college football is a religion in the SEC. He's good at his job, but the second he loses two games, everybody in that entire fan base will turn on him. I don't know how successful he will be. I don't think he's going to be that successful. You're looking at the, what, I think 26 players have already hit the portal from Alabama. They've already lost like five or six of their top recruits. It's going to be difficult because you can't walk into Alabama and celebrate, hey, we just landed this three-star wide receiver. I'm sorry, what? I agree with him. I mean, I I don't want to disrespect Kalen DeBoer. He's clearly a really good offensive mind. Having Ryan Grubb helps. But what are you without Michael Penix on a Power 5 level? You know, I I question these guys who haven't been somewhere long enough to build something. And now I'm going to drop you into Alabama? I mean, the minute you lose a game you're not supposed to lose, buckle up. Same people greeting you at the airport are going to be throwing rocks through your windows. I I just, I didn't understand I mean, think about it. Ed Orgeron wins a title at LSU, and they wanted him gone the next year. Well, he also had some other I understand, but uh, you would think that it would give you some leeway that you could do whatever and ask for a contract with uh, no stipulation. I can't ever be fired. So you're saying uh, good idea by Lanning and Florida State's coach saying no to that? Yeah, you didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, ahead, please. You didn't want to be the guy who followed up the legend of Nick Saban. You wanted to be the next guy. You didn't want to be uh, Tim Floyd. Yeah, look, you're you're Sarkeesian. You're at Texas. Is Bama an upgrade? No. You're Norvell at Florida State. Is Bama truly an upgrade when you consider the conference? No. Dan Lanning at Oregon? Hello, Nike money. No. I mean, I I just, I wouldn't have landed on the board. So your thoughts on uh, Jet Fish then going to Washington to replace Kalen DeBoer? Brilliant. You're at Arizona. No no disrespect to the Wildcats, but no. They have dorm rooms in their stadium. You should go look that up. It looks like a prison. Uh, Yeah, you're going to UW. You're going to the Big Ten. You're getting real funding, and you're getting up out of Tucson. That's a good move.
Rico fault, is Rico. abstaining from comments on Jetfish. No, I mean, exactly <laughs> what he said. I mean, Arizona is so far in the hole. Like, they, they were like, like a quarter of a quarter of a billion dollars in debt. They had a slight economic miscalculation. Like somebody put the decimal in the wrong spot and yeah. they're in debt. He was, I mean, he was never going to have the facilities or anything that he wanted. Washington will embrace him. It's an insulated city. He wins and, and it's lower expectation. You go out there and you can win nine, ten games and keep them relevant in the Big Ten, he'll be fine. Yeah, and Arizona was moving fast because they, he was taking their staff. I believe he took most of the he offensive staff already. Every, and so. I think two defensive staff. Correct. So, well, you know, Arizona's going to be nothing anymore. Uh, your guy, Rico, Tua Leah, Hagabaloa. Well, he was trying to get a waiver. Six-year eligibility was denied by the NCAA. And um, now he's going to the NFL. Your thoughts on them being denied? I mean, apparently it just wasn't good enough because Nick Saban even wrote a letter begging the NCAA, please give this man another year. But, yeah, he... I like turtles. Okay. Here, I'll give it... I'll tell you what it means. Kid sucks. You could probably look for him playing uh, locally here in Detroit for the Michigan Panthers. Oh, my Lord. What a prediction there. Uh, Just being real. Let me see what you predict for this next thing. J.J. McCarthy declares for the NFL draft. Whatever. He's not a first-round selection, but what is he? I, look, man, I, could he, he could be a first-round selection. I just believe he's an industry plant. All right? He's basically the same thing as Ice Spice. JJ, we're all going to be told this guy's brilliant. You're like, how did we get here? How did you land a record deal with Drake? No one's ever heard of you. This is where we are with JJ. You're going to be told by Mel, Mel Kuyper, Todd, 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 that he's got all this great tape, cutscene. It's going to be the same three throws. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I would have gone back to school and thrown 500 passes. He needs to gain 20 pounds. He needs to use his legs more. And he's got to become more than a one-read quarterback. But, hey, I'm, I'm a scumbag Sparty. Todd, Todd, Todd. This is one where it's kind of how we said before with uh, Goff. If you just take away the names and you just look at his stats and his numbers, he's a college quarterback that I don't think will translate over into the NFL. He shows flashes of being a pro. But right. in order for me to use first-round draft capital, I need to see those flashes several times a game. Right, because then people are like, well, you could just draft him and, and, and stash him. It's like the NFL – you have 53-man rosters. You have to come in there contributing. Hendon Hooker they took because he they thought he's the first-round pick and he's injured. We don't really have to use him, put him on injured reserve. You're drafting J.J. to what? Groom him to be a quarterback? Either you're a quarterback or you're not for the NFL. You find out very quickly because I think he's a, I think he's a really good college quarterback. I don't see it in the NFL. Mike, yeah. Rico, Texas is back. Here's a sign that they're back. Okay. They were over $271 million in operating revenue for the 2023 fiscal year. Good God. That They ah. better enjoy it because they're going to the SEC. They're probably not making that money anymore. No, no, no. Look, I think all I'll say, and I've continued to say it, Texas is way more well-equipped to go to the SEC than Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's in a lot of trouble, and from a Big Ten perspective – I think USC's in a lot of trouble. 
Certain schools, I think, are equipped. With Sarkis building, I think they'll win. I'm not sitting here telling you they're going to just waltz in and dominate. No. But I- Alabama out, Texas in. Yeah, I, I could see Texas being Kirby Smart's biggest, you know, competition because they're, they're a machine. They have geographical advantage at home with recruiting, and they're built for it. It's like Oregon. Oregon is built to play in the Big Ten. See, I would say Texas, I would... When the Big Ten expanded, to me, Texas would be Penn State. Name brand. You thought that they would come in and really dominate, but they didn't. But they're still relevant. All right. And to me, Oklahoma will be Nebraska. Agree there. I think Oklahoma's in a lot of trouble. So this yeah, is hate to see it. So this is way too early. I get it. It is only January. But a couple names I want to put on here for the uh, hot seat, possibly. Three guys. Dave Jonathan Miranda. Smith. <laughs> No. no. I'm kidding. Everyone relax. Dave Aranda for Baylor, Billy Napier for Florida, and Pat Narduzzi for Pitt. I'm just going to focus on the only one who should actively still be employed, which is Napier. Narduzzi should have been fired, and Dave Aranda should have been let go. Billy Napier, here's what I would advise you. It doesn't matter how good of a football coach he may be or maybe not. Look at their schedule. Tell me how they're getting to five wins. Florida has arguably one of the hardest schedules I have ever seen. Ever. Napier might be the goods. Might be. They can't. They physically will not be able to win games next year. Yeah, they have Miami. Then they close out with Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida State. Here, hold on. Here's a simulation of November. Well, it's Florida as well. So, SEC, you don't win at least 10 games. That's the floor. Right. And his problem, Tennessee's good. Kentucky's good. Oh, by the way, Mizzou just had the best year they've had in about 15 years. I think Billy Napier's going to get capped. I think he's going to get fired next year, whether he deserves it or not. David, uh, here's one for your college football blitz. Came out, there's an article, CBS Sports Line. If Jim Harbaugh leaves to go to the NFL, some coaching replacements, Jerome Moore. Yes. I think that's who the job should go to. Dude's a stud. Lance Leopold. No. Kansas. Jesse Mentor. He wants to go to the NFL. No. Matt Campbell. Iowa State. No, you cannot. The dude overly brims his hats. It's a stovepipe. Can't Chris, hire him. Chris Kleiman. Okay, I love Kleiman for what he's built at Kansas, but in the words of Brady Hoke, this is mission. Come on. Man. Mike Hart. Absolutely not. Todd Munkin. The Absolutely Ravens not. offensive coordinator. This list is absurd. And... Ryan Kelly. Okay, now, see, that, that I like. Is he going to bring back the family? Family. I, no, that one I like. Brian Kelly at Michigan would make sense. And it would be scary. Because I'll tell you, he'll give you top five recruiting classes every single year. And he's already proven he doesn't give an F. Hell, a kid died at practice. He had him up on a gurney. <laughs> he don't care. He fits your school perfect. And that is your college football blitz. Four o'clock. Great to have you with us. And callers, I'm coming right to you. I, I will say this. Rico has been dying for a day to get me to address the Troy Weaver trade uh, and just the folly of that man being allowed to execute a trade. I'll do it this hour. But I want to continue with the callers. We're doing the Jared Goff show. And what do I mean by that? It's simple. I've been on the side of I'm paying this guy for a long time. 
Now, I told you middle of the year, if they somehow choked the division away, if they weren't playing well, if they if they careened off the guardrails, we could have a different conversation. But they didn't. They won 12 games. They won the division. And they won a playoff game where Jared Goff, I don't care how you want to spin it, played a really high-caliber football game. Now, I know what Cookies tried to do on the morning show. Oh, I, I know. Where Where is this guy? Who's we? Well, you know, when he wasn't pressured, he was 22 of 22. But when he was pressured, he was 0 for 5. So he, so he was 22 for 27, right? So he didn't turn it over, right? So he made several big-time throws, right? Including a fourth down. Right. So I just would like to know... Are, you, are, are we putting down our swords now? Can we move forward with Jared Goff and I don't have to deal and Rico doesn't have to deal with the nonsense of somehow you don't trust this guy or his biggest crime is that he's not Joe Burrow? And I know a majority of fans like Jared Goff are happy with him here. But I, I don't understand that, that, that portion. I'd say it's two-thirds in favor of and one-third not. I do not get the Jim Costa 33%. I don't. So let's have the conversation and go to the people right now. Also, I had no idea, and I was really in disbelief talking to Jimmy Powers. You know, he makes spaghetti every Sunday. Ooh, Jimmy? What the, yeah, what the hell's an Irishman from Georgia doing making spaghetti every Sunday? What a world. I mean, it's easy. Just pasta and ground Man, beef. Chef Boyardee ain't pasta. Rag- let's, let's and go. ragu. That's a disgrace. I All mean, right. how hard is it he, to make nah, spaghetti? He, he, he tells me he makes his own sauce. I'm like... Come on, man, you can't stereotype people like that. Man, probably if he does it every week, he's probably very good at it, Mike. He just strikes me as the dude who's eating like venison every Sunday. The guy's a big game hunter. He's, he's got class to him, man. Okay. No, stop <laughs> right now. JC971. <laughs> JC, what's up, man? Hey. I'm a 60-year-old Lions fan, expat. I live in Minnesota now. Sure. I've lived in San Diego, Chicago. It's really a lot different experience being a Lions fan, not in Detroit, and defending them all these years. But quick point first, because as I was waiting, J.J. Watt had the best idea in the world on McAfee today. How do the Lions not turn out all the lights? Leading the Lions out of the tunnel is Eminem doing Lose Yourself. The place would absolutely fall to the ground. Okay, Jared Goff talk. I suppose in 1991, we should have stuck with Eric Kramer because he won us a playoff game. You know what? I'm closing on a thousand Lions. Yeah, actually, actually you're right. Lions game. Hold on. Hold on. No, I know no, you we said that. We should have got Warren Moon or Joe Montana. That's decided. I don't want to react. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What you said is true, though. They had three quarterbacks to choose from, and they, they let the guy go who they should have kept. It they was Kramer. They should have signed Warren Moon when he was a free agent. Let's talk about Jared Goff. Jared Goff, great guy. I like him a lot. He's a good quarterback. He is a top 12 to 14 quarterback. You know what? If you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. We can learn from very recent history. There was a team that had Jared Goff at quarterback, got to the Super Bowl and lost, and looked at their team and said, you know what? We're one thing away. We're a great quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. And guess what? They did. And this talk that you, this that? grudge you have against Matthew, you, you like to play the stats game. Are you going to answer my oh, question? Or, let me ask you a question. Are you just going to be a jerk partially or the whole call? Like, can oh, I talk to you? I or? About that. That's 
Well, that's what I think the whole time I'm driving in my car listening to you. Okay, then get lost. Bye. There. Solve that problem. No, here, here's, here's, the de- here's the deal. You're not going to call up and be a bleephole. Now, I, I, I tried to be nice with the guy and have a conversation. He didn't want that. Well, JC, I'll tell you what. Tell me when your show debuts. I won't listen, but at least you get to do whatever you want to do. I asked you a question. You didn't want to answer it. So once I know the tone is you're going to come on my show and act like a penis, well, then we're done here. Not playing it. Team won their first playoff game in 30 years. You got an issue with Jared Goff. Let's talk about it. I asked you who's the team. He didn't want to answer it. I asked him to explain why he had an issue making a joke about the Eric Kramer thing when they should have stuck with Eric Kramer. He didn't want to do it. Well, man, I ain't baseball. You don't get three strikes, and you don't get to dictate what we're doing here. Yeah, he basically said they should go for after Warren Moon, and he used the Rams and said, you know what? Goff wasn't good enough for the Rams. Why should he be good enough for Detroit? Goodbye. And you know what? I'm glad glad you're an expat. Why stop at Minnesota, JC? Leave the country. Move to Bolivia. I mean, I don't understand how somebody can be so angry after winning a playoff game for first time in 30 years. Then you want to come on this show, and we're supposed to talk, and I go, oh, hold on, let me ask you a question. Nah, do me a favor. Go tell your friends. I ain't your friend. Get the hell out of here. Rico will put up with that crap. Wait till he's alone. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Hey, Kenny, that's one. No, I mean, the fact that it What, was he that big of an ass on the phone with you? No, no, not even halfway. Oh, I think so he just kissed Kenny Cott's ass. No, That's no, no. I think he got angry as he was listening at yeah. you. But my thing is this. The Jared Goff that the Rams got rid of is not the same Jared Goff that's playing for the Lions right now. People change. But here's what happens in our society. Once you get pegged to something, that's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. And by the way, what they was like the people team? can't grow, people can't get better. What or was they the can't team get that had everything except the quarterbacks? Is he referring to Stafford? Yeah. So you mean to tell me Rams. that? Okay, so when Stafford left and joined the best roster in football and won a Super Bowl, what's the issue? No, no. The he, fact that we were done with Stafford here, that he had to be traded, that no. he went into the front office and said it's time to go? No, his issue was the Rams said we have everything, but we need to upgrade our quarterback. Goff hit the bricks. Okay. We're bringing in somebody else. Great. So he's saying, will Detroit take a lesson from the Rams? Oh, good. Who am I going and getting? Warren Moon. Right. Joe Montana. (laughs) I mean, at this point, what are you going to go get? Dak? Trade for Dak? Would that make some people feel? You know what? But the thing is, I have with these people, they don't have a solution. It would make people feel better if they did bring in Dak because they'd be like, yeah, but Dak, now that's a quarterback, is it? Because they've heard the name. That's it. Oh, and he sounds interesting at the line of scrimmage. Here we go. Here we go. I have to mute Cowboy games. I can't handle it. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, here you go. Out of the playoffs again. Ron, 97-1. Hi, Ron. Hi. I accept your evaluation of Goff and his value to the team. Okay. I'm here to tell you why people don't like him. Okay. not my point of view, but. Yeah, let's hear it. He's got no swagger, and none of this is fair to him. He's got no swagger. There are times, a couple times in a game where he'll just panic back there and he'll throw the ball down, which is the right thing to do, but he just looks horrible for that moment, that sex. And people eyeball test. They just react viscerally to that. Unfair to him. I, I'm not saying I'm one of them. Yeah, I was going to say, is, what, is, figure that out. what is your feeling on it? Like, are you comfortable moving forward with him or yeah. no? You can't argue with the statistics. 
I worry about his age. We've got to look down the road a little bit. But, no, he's the guy that's getting it done. But he does. I feel that sometimes when he's about to get sacked, he just looks like a, you know, like a klutzy, no grace, no sweat. And it's not fair to him. And Ron, I understand I'll, that. But, Ron, I'll say this. When you're, most quarterbacks, when they're about to get sacked, all look the same way. Dear God, I don't want to fumble this ball. And who missed that block? Uh, he's got a special little flash of something back there that just makes you panic and clutch your heart and say, geez, that guy's our quarterback. He doesn't look elegant going down. Some of the swagger guys look elegant going down. They don't look horrible at least. And okay. it's not fair to him, but it's also not fair that ugly waitresses don't get as good a tip as pretty oh, waitresses. God. You know, it's the way of the world. It's, it's a gut emotional reaction to him, but you can't argue with this. You're hundred percent right. Can't argue with the statistics and I support him hundred percent. All right. But, uh, I mean, Ron, here's the bottom line. If we're talking about elegance when falling, we've we've gone pretty far yeah. down the list of critiques. Dear God, all he's thinking is who didn't block Micah Parsons? <laughs> right. Like, but you know what? Let me just gracefully go down. <laughs> I don't I can't recall any quarterback getting blitzed, falling down, doing it gracefully. Like, you know what? That that was a great sack. He handled that sack like a man. By the way, Jared Goff is 29. He won't be 30 until October. Yeah, the next contract is the one you worry about, yes. meaning if he's 33 to going on 34, then we have a different conversation. I am not a believer that every quarterback can play at 36, 37. I just never heard that reasoning. I haven't either, but today's been a real day of learning. <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> Including, there's Nick Bosa. Wait, hold on. Let me go down easily. Okay, there we go. I don't All like right. the way he swings his arm back in a sprinter's stance. He, he gets sacked, but it doesn't look good enough. Like, there's a good sack that you feel, nobody feels good when their quarterback gets sacked. These are strange days, Ricardo. <laughs> strange days. You know what? There's like, no judgment. Bring oh, it. no, there's judgment on this we're, side. We're judging. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm judging openly. you. No, no, because I want to know I'm why. I'm playing the role of David at, at his sermon on Sunday. I'm openly judging every MF that's in here. I want to know why some people just don't want him here. And you know what? He answered the question. I would have never known that. I learned something today that when he gets sacked, it's not pretty. Notice David did not deny the accusation hey, of judging everyone in the I parish. I do not. Mm-hmm. Judge everyone. Oh, hey, look, it's stop Barbara. It. Yeah. It. We know what it. you were doing up at the Pache's Club. <laughs> Barbara, you want to show us how you did that cha-cha the other night? Go ahead. Uh, you're not twerking no more. You're up Slide. in church. Huh? Stop it. That's, uh, no. Slide to the right. Come on, crisscross. <laughs> cha-cha real smooth now. Barbara, I saw you at the club no, last night, stop. and it wasn't with your husband. What was that stop about? It. All right. Okay, we're Boy. good. When did we start taking communion wine out of the church? Unleashing the sky. <laughs> All right, before I get to the golf callers, let, let me do this here. Rico has been busting my balls for a day and a half. Oh, hey, hey. Want to talk about that business trade? <laughs> so here we go. Real quick. <laughs> Because it was the audacity that you allowed Troy to make a trade. Amen. <laughs> it is a baby with a machine gun. And then it was okay. like the whole, and then they were saying goodbye at practice and hugging each other. And it was Bagley and Livers. This is handing the wheel to Toons as the driving cat. 
So first of all, I am offended on surface that Troy Weaver was allowed to make a move. But when you delve deeper into this, deeper and deeper, the fact is this move was made to fix one of his own blunders. I take you back to acquiring that flea-ridden dog, Marvin Bagley, then paying said flea-ridden dog. Now, a year later, Marvin Bagley is so odious, you had to use draft capital that you don't have in order to get him out of town and take on the dead body that you could put Mike Muscala and Danilo Gallinari together, it wouldn't form a functioning power forward in this league. You had to take, you don't have a second round pick this year. Nick's already had it. It's essentially a first round pick. Now you don't have your own pick in 25 or 26. And the Knicks are owed a first round pick in the next three seasons. Won't convey this year because you're such regrettable ass. <laughs> the point is, you don't have draft capital to burn. Now we're burning capital so we can fix something stupid that you did. And it's all in the name of flexibility. If I have to hear that F word one more time. So basically, we're kicking it old school. You may as well go find Joe Dumars in a bad Argyle sweater and bring in Ben Gordon and Charlie Villanueva because that's what you're banking on. Man, they're trying to set it up to get guys like Siakam to come. Wait, he's not. Siakam just got traded I, to I Indiana. Know. <laughs> I know. OG's in New York. No, You know what you're going to sign? The dead body of Clay Thompson. Or maybe you'll be the Huckleberry that'll bring Draymond there home. There it is. So here's my point to you. This guy, the fact that he was allowed to make this trade, and here's the even the worst part, do you know who the agent of Gallinari is? No. A young man named Michael Tellum, whose daddy may oh. or may not work for this team. Oh, wait, Eric runs your player personnel department, and old Mikey boy's an agent. That marks, by my math, the 10th former Tellum client you've acquired. I did not know that. That's why I'm here. Why are you yelling at me? Because <laughs> if this was an episode of Brockmire, I would consider it too unrealistic to be featured. You allowed Troy Weaver to use whiteout over the mistakes he made in his homework last night. This isn't about clearing cap space free and clear. You had to put two second-round picks on this package of poo-poo, and it's the poo-poo that you signed. So when you look at the totality of what you gave up, it, it, to get Bagley, you then had to package up stuff to move him on. Yeah, but the players were hugging it out as they I got traded. I don't care F their feelings. They suck. Four and four, do you think you get a right to feelings? Wait, the fact that hit, they allowed this man to make the deal. So, and as you say, I didn't even, it I, it hit me when you were like, no, no, no. But the two second round picks, now they don't really have anything over the next few. Like, yeah, you're right. Well, you don't own your own second, which is basically going to be the first pick in the second round you every game year. You can't attract a top free agent to come here. So how do you get, oh, I how know. do you improve uh, this team? Here's what Piston uh, defenders and um, propagandists will tell you. How are you living right now? Well, we could take on money in a trade. Right. And then you'll have a player faking his own death to get out of here. 
They just did that, but they got the wrong player. No, I'm making a point to no, you. No, no, no. I'm saying when they took on the money. Right. The and again, again, 60 million, make it 90. Here, I don't care. Trade Boyan. I don't care. You could have 200 million in cap space. No one wants to be here. No one. And what's the free agency class? Who are you going to get? And we play in a league now where players can sign extensions and demand out. Mm-hmm. Multiple years remaining. Go ahead and trade for an angry player who does not want to be on a 10-win basketball team. Let me tell you how that works out. Is he going to go trade for Zion? (laughs) No, there's been a time in my life where I said, go ahead and take a swing. But, Rico, the idea he was allowed to do this under the guise because they're selling this clueless owner on flexibility and being nimble. Do me a favor, Troy. Be nimble on your way out the door. Because Get out. At, at this pace, I can't see why Cade would want to come back. I have already told you. If I were advising Cade Cunningham, I would already be telling him, I don't care what they offer you. We're getting you up out of here. Mm-hmm. You can sign it, and we're demanding out. Mm-hmm. As you're signing the, so the pen ba- so in a wild <laughs> cursive pattern, I'm calling them, and the ink won't even be dry. We demand a trade. Wait, that's it. You pull the Ben Simmons, and you bring Simmons here. I don't even care anymore. If he wears the orange sunglasses while he's playing, I'm in. I don't even care. No, it, right. It's 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 the it, listen. Outside of the one segment we did on Harbaugh to start, you wanted one segment on this. I'm giving it to you. This franchise is bankrupt. They're out of their minds. And the Wizards were like, "Wait, hold on a second. We're trading you literal ass, mm-hmm. and you're going to give us two first round, two second round picks with Bagley." Yeah, you basically swap, okay. you swap porta potties, but the Pistons refresh the bowl. And the Wizards, no, they're just in asset collection mode. Period. Just like Toronto is. Ananobi out. They'll sign Emmanuel Quigley. They'll they'll they'll, they'll keep R.J. Barrett, who's from Toronto. They traded Siakam. They get Bruce Brown, who they'll spin, but they got not one, not two, three first round picks. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Toronto's rebuild is off and running. We'll build it around Scotty Barnes. We got a zillion assets now. We're good. We're sitting here giving up capital we don't have to make up for the mistakes he's made and pursue a free agent class that doesn't exist for a player base in a marketplace that doesn't want our money. I mean, that's like no, opening no, no. up a Mexican restaurant on the moon. There's no market for enchiladas on the moon. Why? No one lives there. You're offering something nobody wants. Hmm. I'm just looking at the potential free agents, that's all. This is not good. Wow. You, it, it's almost like Rico's looking at pictures of his own death right now. Go ahead. This this is not good. Right. I mean, Tyrese Maxey. He ain't coming here. Paul George. All not coming here. Who? Le- LeBron James. Right. Oh. <laughs> Drew Holiday. Yeah, not coming here. Oh, here's one who make him. Ooh. Tobias Harris. The reunited. Okay. So we've arrived now. Lamar DeRozan. Oh, okay. A guy whose career twenty eight percent from three. Mm-hmm. You're going to sign DeMar DeRozan. That's what we're going to do. Uh, James Harden. (laughs) (laughs) Penis cancer. Go ahead. Flexibility. D'Angelo Russell. 
<laughs> it's gonna miss you. <laughs> so you want to know why I was laughing? I know. Uh, Rico, you can go get Malik Monk. Oh wait, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's bring this full circle. Go ahead. KCP. Bring him back where it all started. And then the other solution is give up more stuff to take on a player who will get the call from his agent and go, wait, talk into my good ear. Where did I just get traded? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, they could go get Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner, Mo Bamba, it don't matter. Gordon Hayward. Okay, we're good. Thank you. <laughs> so there's your one segment. Now we get back to business. Thanks, Troy. Boom, 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 boom. Straight to the people. Sorry we took a little detour there for some news of the day. Now we're back to the business. We go to Josh, who's up next on the ticket. Josh, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Good, Josh. What's up? Uh, first off, first time caller, and uh, I listen to you guys all the time. Thanks. You guys are great. Welcome. Uh, I would like to say that uh, the, the the Lions fans are always going to have something to complain about, regardless of what it is. We could have the season we're having right now, and people are always going to complain. That's just because we're not used to, well, I won't say where, but they're not used to being able to accept you know, the, you know, that they're actually doing good because they're not used to it. That's what I think. I agree. New I mean, territory. It's happened a lot in the couple of shows we've done this week where now you win a playoff game by by a point and people think you're just going to walk, walk the dog this weekend and win by 50 over Tampa. And I'm going, guys, this is the playoffs. You are entitled to nothing. You need to just go out, focus on the opponent, and hope you win. The idea that you're blowing people out and stuff, it's like, wow, you guys have never, and you haven't, you haven't been here. But yeah, and I think the same thing, Josh, the idea that what, you're entitled to Pat Mahomes at quarterback? Like Goff's numbers, he had a better year than Mahomes, but they don't want to hear that. No. Another thing is, is like a lot of people, you know, they're they're like, no offense to the one caller who said gracefulness, this is a full contact sport. I don't, if I want to be graceful, I'll watch ballet. I don't watch that. I want (laughs) to. I want to see someone get hurt, Josh, not like hurt, hurt, but you get what I'm saying. Josh, I, I've been laughing about that since he said it. Like, I, I've never seen a quarterback gracefully take a sack. It's normally, oh, bleep, who missed the block and let me not fumble the ball. That's it. No one just goes down easily and says, oh, you got me. There's a sack. Signed, no quarterback ever. Let's go to Pat, 97-1. What's up, Pat? Hey, what's happening, guys? Excellent. Uh, Hey, on, on the golf front, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer you sign him. Uh, you know, you look at what he did. What's the guy together? He's 22-27 in a big game where he had a ton of pressure on him. Uh, showed up in big moments. I mean, I think he was 6-for-6 six six for 120 yards on third down. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's big-time football. I think, he's, I, I think he's a lot more mentally tough than people give him credit for. He doesn't look like a tough guy, but I think mentally he's a tough quarterback. And I think it shows in the locker room. It's his locker room. You can see it. But, I mean, you definitely resign him. And if you're going to lose Ben Johnson, I mean, you know Dan Campbell's got a heavy hand in the offense. And I think golf has got every bit as much say now in this offense three, four years in 
if you're going to lose Johnson and you want to keep this going, and he's got a relationship with all these guys on the offense with him, I think it's a bonehead move to yeah. even think about moving away. Oh, I th- look, the way it works with a guy like Goff at this stage of his career, Pat, he could do the whole install. I mean, face it, no matter who they hire as the offensive coordinator, they're going to go to Goff and go, all right, what are your best six throws, best seven throws? What do you like best? I mean, Goff becomes, you know, these big-time quarterbacks become de facto OCs. Mm-hmm. It's largely a collaborative top, process. And then on top of it, I mean, he's got – he knows he, if he's smart and his agent's smart, they know they got to keep this offensive line together. They know they got to sign him on St. Brown. Uh, if he tries to break the bank, I, I don't think he's going to try to break the bank on him. I'm sure he's going to get paid just like he needs to. But guy wants to win. He's already got his second big contract. You know, extend him for three years, keep him around, and, and you, you just roll with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, I would say, probably a three-year, $130 million deal. Going to need that fourth year, buddy. Sorry. Going to need the fourth year. Really? Non-starter three. Yeah, man, I ain't Kirk Cousins. Four years. Takes you to 33? Uh, no, you're going to have to get me as close to $200 million as possible. Oh, you're, oh, you're golf. Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. I'm like, yeah. I really, mean, you want him that bad? Okay. No, my point to you is if I'm his representation, it's four at 200 with basically all of it guaranteed. Now, you're going to come back and go, mm, not quite. Right. Do you want us to keep this whole line together? Do you want to keep the train rolling? We see it more as four at 180. The point is you will find a middle ground. But fans can't get bent out of shape when they see the initial number. You have to know, all right, if a guy makes 45 today and it looks high or 47, hey, man, in a year, he's going to drop three slots. In two years, he's going to drop five slots. Right, because at this point, I'm like, as I said, the the three at uh, 130 takes you at about about a little over $40 a year. And how about this? We flip a coin to see who has the option for that fourth year. Flip a coin. (laughs) Oh, my. I'm just saying, because yeah. either you can go and get franchised, which is going right. to be a ton of money that year, or you can walk away if this thing goes south. That, and that's part of the point I make to people is you have to look at what the highest paid QBs make and what determines the franchise tag. A quarterback and his representation are not going to take precipitously less than the franchise tag unless you're backfilling it with full guarantees. I mean, it's just – it's. You don't have to like the marketplace. Right. I'm not speaking to you. I'm saying the fans. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get a Deshaun Watson. Nobody type of will deal. ever get that deal again because the Browns became a pariah for signing it. Go to Mark ninety seven one. What's up, Mark? Hey, how are you doing today? Good, hey. Mark. What's on your mind? Hey, listen, I wanted to talk to you guys about the lion, the uh, golf in the Lions. Sure. All right. Look, nineteen fifty seven is the last time. The Lions have won a championship. I, unfortunately, was born in 1958, so I never saw it in my lifetime. I think he is one of the best quarterbacks we have signed on, and we have finally realized we can't just have one star player. We have to have a team built around a star player, and we have finally realized that with coaching staff all the way down. I listen. I, I I agree with you. It's the most buttoned up operation they've ever had. So, are, do you want to keep this guy? And why are so many people doubters? I want to keep him. Look, 
He's been here, what, three years now? Mm-hmm. His first year? Look, he's got to get established. He's got to understand his team. He's got to understand his climate. He's got to understand his fans. Year number two, he set records in the NFL. Year number three, he's taken us to a championship. Year number four, yes, let's go for it. Is there something better out there that you want? No, there really isn't. So let's just stick with the guy you have better with the money in your hand than the money you don't have. And I swear to God, start looking. Keep this team building. Keep looking. Build it. Who's your second quarterback? Who are you going to bring up underneath Goff? Goff is deliberate. He's a very good quarterback. I think he's been outstanding since he's been here. I agree with you. And, and, and the second part of what you brought up is the truth. If you're going to sit here going, well, I don't know if I'm totally sold or not totally comfortable, then what's your idea? Who are we getting? The thought process, look. The idea of the perfect QB. Look, no, look no, no further than that. this man sitting to my left. His team decided, all right, Jimmy G is not good enough. Well, they're right, but Jared Goff is far superior to Jimmy G in my world. But second of all, they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to roll up all this draft capital, and we're going to go draft a super rookie. Can't fail, can't miss. Cutscene, Trey Lance. <laughs> now, that, the, the, the next decade of Rico's team has been saved by a once-in-a-generation lottery ticket in Brock Purdy. Now, do you really want to do you want to do that? San Francisco is one of the smartest organizations in the league. They couldn't even get it right in the draft. Good point. And look at what it cost them. So uh, what other move you have to make? There is no move. This guy knows the offense inside and out. He will usher in the new but offensive see, coordinator. You, you, no, you circumvented. You went and got Hendon Hooker. You stashed him for a year. Oh, Christ. And now he's going to be ready. Oh, dear God. Just wait. You know what I would do, honestly? I'm at a point I would trade Hendon Hooker out of spite just so I never had to talk about him again. Is this Moneyball? Yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. You can't play Pena tonight. Why? I just traded. <laughs> I don't even want to. And it has nothing to do with the young man. I just, it's unbelievable. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Thank you, Greg. Tremendous as always. Five o'clock. It's been a full show. We broke it up. We gave you the hardball thing to start. Jared Goff primarily after that. We did one segment on Troy Weaver being allowed allowed to do anything. Odyssey.com, rewind for all of it. The Goff stuff is simple. Can we put the swords down now, people? Can we move as a united front that Jared Goff is your quarterback? You're going to pay him. You're going to extend them, And you are not going to let great be the enemy of good. That you are not going to hold this man on felony charges because he's not Joe Burrow. Can we just move forward? We'll continue with those calls. But before we do it, I have to play for you the audio that was just played. Rico wasn't in the room. Because once again, society, we have just no standards. It's idiots making content for idiots. Explain to me how or why I would care about what John Harbaugh says about his brother. Up next, David's mom tells you what a great producer David is. Of course John Harbaugh is going to say his brother Jim is going to be a good coach. Why ask him? He says it every year. Well, hold on. But listen to the one word that really, really is going to make your balls tingle. Take a listen to this. 
He's a high character, high energy believer. He may be the best team builder in football right now. He knows how to include people. He knows how to make them a part of it. He knows how to empower people. You can't fake that. And that's one thing about Jim. He's honest about everything. That's serious. High character and honest about everything. Right. He forgot habitual liar. He forgot about asking for immunity as a part of a contract. Not sure how many high integrity, you know, scions of integrity, uh, honest people ask for immunity as a part of a deal for misdeeds. Also, not sure how many people that are honest about everything have been suspended twice in the same season by two different entities. Hey, Ward, I don't want it to be a yearly thing with the NFL. Cutscene, it's a yearly thing. I care. Self-imposed for an honest man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and understand, understand. I think John Harbaugh is a fabulous coach. I think Jim Harbaugh is a great coach. I would not use the words honest with Jim Harbaugh. He lied to the NCAA. Then he goes on national TV and lies. We're innocent. Are you? I want immunity. (laughs) That's his brother, man. And he's a hell of a good coach. But come on. What do I always say to you? Don't bleep on my head and tell me it's raining. Come on. It's his brother. We'll continue with the golf stuff, but last wow. I checked, angels don't need immunity. <laughs> Come on now. If you don't know what we're talking about, by the way, Dan Wetzel report, Harbaugh wants full immunity from any penalties, any NCAA, any suspensions. Michigan cannot fire me. Basically, I, can, I can't be suspended either. Right. I'll kill someone. You buried a body.com. Never heard of it before. That's something I don't even think Bill Self has gotten. And Bill Self might be the biggest scumbag in all the sports. Dollar Bill. <laughs> I wanted, I had to play that audio for you. <laughs> Good old Beansy was in here just, just playing the audio. David, ticket text, and then we'll get to the call. Nothing's real anymore. No, it's all, the whole world's BS. That's why I choose to avoid it. David, go ahead. Uh, Mike in Waterford says Jared Goff is to football as Chris Osgood was to hockey in Detroit. Osgood won three cups, and many fans always wanted someone else that's fair yeah and osgood was highly insulated on a really good hockey team but there's a chemistry angle to it there's a teammate trust angle to it there's an egoless angle to it it matters a lot of these other teams they got to deal with a quarterback that they think they're god's gift of football that's not how dan campbell and brad holmes have built this team and jared goff is the the leader of this team but it's his work that does it not his words james in detroit says no issue with paying golf he is our quarterback. Hopefully, though, it won't cost more than $50 million per year. And I would agree with you because at a certain point, you got to be able to sit at the table and go, Jared, if we pay you X, you know those good people up in front of you? Yeah, we're not going to be able to pay them. They're going to have to pay Amon Ra 25 a year. Uh, they're going to have to pay Panay Sewell, whatever he asks for. They're going to make a choice between Decker and Ragnow. They're not going to be able to keep both long term. Uh, you may try to upgrade both. I mean, Ragnow, I don't know how long. This I mean, he's fabulous, but, like, basically he's playing with nine toes. Yeah. Um, Decker look, getting a little longer in the tooth. But you you just start to see it add up. And, yes, in, in another two years, Aiden Hutchinson's going to get a Bosa deal. And That's just how it's going to work. And here's the other thing. You may want to try to do this golf deal before Dak gets his because Dak's going to push the limit. Here we go. Leave town now <laughs> immediately. What deal? Ain't going to be Dallas giving it to him. 
Here we go to the airport. Come on. Right. Bye. Here we go. Yeah, right. right On to the tarmac. Because Jerry Jones never made a bad deal in his life. He ain't doing it twice. Dak will be the Cowboys boy. Uh, lady odds out. Okay. All right. Hey, by the way, updated odds. Do what you like with these. Harbaugh to be the Chargers head coach. Minus 150. Harbaugh to not coach any NFL team. Not Michigan, but any. Just won't be in the NFL. Even money. The next closest team, I think it's plus 600, and then Atlanta's like plus 3,000. So do what you want with those. You guys know our thoughts on it. I, I, whatever. It's, it's unbelievable. Here we go. Here we go. I, I don't know. How does he do that 700 times a game? I guess it's just like Peyton Manning with the whole Omaha. Yeah, but he, all right, you know, let, we're not going to psychoanalyze all this. Let, let, let's just go. To how the, else are people supposed to know the play's going to start, Mike? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kenny. Let's go to Steve, 97. What's up, Stevie? Hey, what's up, guys? You know what time it is, right? Uh, it's car flag season right now in Detroit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Frozen hey, car flags, hey, for sure. Quick, real quick, I want to get to the golf talk and the comments made by both Mike and uh, during the game bro- broadcast. But uh, one thing, that Wojo advertisement is prime for drops, guys. And uh, Which another one? Another quick thing. No, no, which one, the, Steve? The one about the dip, the French onion dip. Hold on. Roberto, pull it. Go on the log, pull it. Steve has made the request, and we're going to deliver. Wojo's dipping. Come up with something. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, And and another quick thing, and then we'll get to the business. Uh, You guys made me a promise to talk wings after David Savior's birthday. I'm looking at the calendar. They got back in the mix (laughs) like you asked. I know you got a business to run, Mike. Yes. But I just want to say the next handful of games are in the mix against wildcard guys. Yes. Uh, It says a lot about our playoff chances. Um, Alex Line, you're the 1A goalie. Let's go out and do it. Big game tonight, guys. But. Uh, Kenny's, you got Kenny, Kenny fired Kenny up. Kenny is standing and applauding Let's right go. now, Steve. Let's go. Alex Lyon. I don't want to hear about it. Here, Here we go. Here we go. Absolutely. Well, Kenny, I better see you this weekend. I'm a little hoarse from that game on Saturday. Best thing I've ever seen in my life. Even better than the Grateful Dead. Uh, I'm going to double dip this Sunday, too, fellas. But whoever oh. is still acting for Hendon Hooker is higher than every person I've ever seen at Coachella with dreadlocks. Who's we? I want to expand on your comment to the listener saying stop chasing the idea of a quarterback and ask even a question to explain my thoughts. Not to discredit the guy, he's a Super Bowl winning coach and he's a genius this year, but did McVay ruin Jared Goff? Collinsworth said in the fourth quarter that when Goff got here, Ben Johnson, the regime, Campbell, they had to rebuild Jared's confidence. When he got shipped out, it seems like he didn't even really want to be here in Detroit and that he was a throwaway piece here in a trade centered around two firsts. What would that do in your confidence to perform in this league? But the regime here taught Goff that while McVay clearly didn't think that Goff was the ideal quarterback or even right. played like the type of quarterback that could win it all, what Goff sees in an ideal quarterback is not the way, but just a way, and that we can win with him. The NFL is a football, and, and football in general, it's a league of change. There's nothing that's constant. I mean, look at Michigan winning the Natty through, you know, their commitment to run, and as a huge Michigan fan, guys, cheating, wink, wink. Uh, but I, I think you're going to see a renaissance here that while you're definitely going to try and get that generational QB, a la Brady's and Mahomes, sure. if you can't, you build around a QB that maximizes their strength. Well, and Steve, and listen, here's the other thing. I understand yeah. fully 
the argument that the way it's done in today's league is you draft a rookie and until you have to pay him, you build a massive roster around him and you try to go for it. Well, in the absence of that, I'm with you. Because, Steve, here's the dirty secret, and I'm sure, Rico, you you have strong feelings on this. You have to have people here in Detroit who want to be here. Jared Goff viewed this yeah. as, as a chance. He's at taken re- on the identity of yes. the historical identity of the city. Yes. Because yeah. he was kicked around. Look at him in college at Cal. He played for a, you know, a bum program in Cal, and he had struggled in Cal and then brought them, what, to an eight-win season? That's yeah. a good season for Cal. Same thing here. He was kicked around battered, just like the people in this city, just like this city, and he has taken on the identity. Put buffs on this guy. Let him feature on a Sada baby baby track. I mean, I would rather take him than any guy that is probably going to be on the market. That's my whole point. Go get right there. Steve, that's the point. This isn't a game of Madden. You don't get to just hit buttons and make magic. Like, Who are you going to draft in I don't bad know. guys? It's not just about physicals, and those do matter, but it's between the ears, too. Yes. Would you rather have him that has gone through the struggle and gone through the, the atheists don't exist in foxholes, and I don't believe this, the same exists with this team either. That is their leader. Would you rather have him or some privileged guy that played at a legacy school? No, no, no. I'd rather have him because guess what? I have news for you. When you lose Ben Johnson, it's going to be Jared Goff who helps build the next offense. And to some people, you've already drafted that quarterback. He's just been waiting in the wings, and next year, it's going to be his coming out party. I'm now going to Google Sadie Baby to figure out what the hell that means. Uh, Rico, tell him all about it. (laughs) What does that mean? I have no idea, but you know what I can tell you? Big Fitness Energy Sale has been extended at Planet Fitness, home of the judgment-free zone. You said you wanted to get in better shape. Did this guy just reference a Brazilian actor and director? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Carry on. (laughs) David, I'm talking to you now. All right, well, we've solved the mystery. Uh, it's not Sadie Baby, which is a Brazilian director. It is Sada Baby. Or whatever. David, now I understand David the Google. reference the caller was making. It is a rapper <laughs> from the east side. I thought you knew that. No. Dude, you got to get out the house, man. Bro, bro, bro I'm 43. Come on. I grew up on Biggie and Nas, and I, I'm sorry. I'm not hip Sada this. Baby. Yeah, sorry. I I celebrate Sada's entire collection. I I, I, I I grew up on DMC and Cool J, but I still come on, Mike. You gotta. You grew up on Bing Crosby. You're a hundred. Wow. He has a song wow. called Sombrero. I'm very interested to hear what that one's all about. <laughs> Listen, man. I I I I'm sure it's lovely. Uh, rooting for success here. What about the whole lot of Choppa's LP? Oh, I got to listen to it. I don't know. Oh, we, I went to go check him out the last time he was. Uh, Did me, you really? Yeah, me and Gov went down there. Oh, <laughs> hey. He's uh, African-American. <laughs> when I tell you <laughs> Gov would be the singular, like if the earth ended, and there was only one person to attend a rap concert, I would place Gov as the last man standing. There is no shot. What up, though? I just imagine Gov like, uh... Uh, hey there, everybody. Word up, though? Dr. Evil. In the Luna Pier area? He's like, Dr. Evil. I'm hip. Come on. I'm hip. I'm cool. Whole lot of choppas, Rico. Brethren. All right, we're bro him. All right, let's get back to Jared Goff, <laughs> shall we? Uh, and again, 
I just needed to figure out what the reference was from the caller. It, uh, now I get it. Uh, I think he's playing LCA, well, he said, by the way. Put it on the buffs. I, I just, I didn't, I, I typed it in wrong. Okay. David, go ahead. Someone's saying, y'all out of touch. Y'all should, y'all should know who Sada Baby is. What do you want, man? I'm busy watching New Mexico and Utah State. I'm sorry I'm not all over SoundCloud. Someone I, else is saying Sada Baby is the heart of Detroit. Eminem is commercial. Sada Baby is for the street. Now, why do we got a dog Eminem? I mean, a top 10 MC all time. Now, why does Sada Baby's success have to come at the cost of Eminem? I will give it a spin. I don't know any of the songs. All these artists, entertainers at football game. Sada Baby is the Jared Goff of Detroit rappers. You know what? You mean really good? That's Kenny Cott. Evan, you know Sada Baby? I know of him, but I mean... You can't put him up there with, like, Royce to 5'9 or anything. Thank you. Thank my my you. whole point is a caller dropped that reference like we were supposed to know. I, I, I'm sorry. Jeez. He's hot in the streets right now. Okay. I hope he makes a billion dollars. Do your thing, man. He may even call the show now. I highly <laughs> doubt that. I hope he does call the show. Yeah, great. Please, invite us to a show. I still have to listen to the stuff and see if I like it, but, you know, whatever. All right. David Ticket Text. This has been an educational fight. Eminem is commercial. Why do we have... I don't understand that. Why? Because that's what people do. I loved what he did in the pregame, by the way. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was awesome, too. But then the funny thing is, is the hypocrisy of some fans. What? For the people who all are just so, oh, my God, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, this, like... Eminem. Uh, hold on. Now, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold no. On. That's not the same. No, I need you to stand out. A, he doesn't leave his home. It is very rare to get him in public. Respect. Okay. My point is, this was a one-time only thing. Now, if this weekend against Tampa Bay, we're going to the Marshall Mathers update desk no, man, every five all, minutes, no, that's but they, different. They put him up on the big screen when he's there. Here's Eminem, and the Good. place loses it. Good. One time. No pun intended. If this becomes an every week <laughs> thing, that's different. I had no issue with it. I liked it. It pretty much is. But he's at a home game. Now, I'm not talking the opening. I got to tell you, you are, in fact, you are a hater. I'm a hater. I'm the anti-hater. I'm saying, like, everybody, like, oh, my God, they showed Taylor Swift doing oh. the surfing swag. And it's like, she's having fun. Who cares? David reads, I, I just, I can't. I'm not going to do this. I think it's totally different, but it's How? free. It, Rico, I don't want to have an argument about something that is so inane. Like, I, come on, man. This, that, I, we're not doing this. This isn't first take. It's not first take. I'm just like, How is it inane? They show both up on the Jumbotron. One gets cheered, the other gets booed. Okay. Taylor Swift is not from Kansas City. That's Eminem fair. is no, no, no. the heart that, of. No, no, that's fair. He reps us. That's fair. He ain't, he ain't here because he's sleeping with somebody on the team. He's here because he's been an aggrieved Lions fan for since he was living in a trailer park. Like, he reps okay. us. Right, Taylor, he's crying just like every other Lions fan. Right, Taylor Swift is from Pennsylvania. She don't rep nothing in KC. So, like, if you Detroiters have a right to want to see Detroiters okay. in the building. Hell, dig up Aretha while you're at it. Put a little hat on her. I don't know. She's a Detroiter. Let you didn't see it? But is he from? No. You didn't see him in the Raptors? <laughs> you didn't see the hat from the Raptors? It was right next to the North Division. If, if the right. Lions win the Super Bowl, they need to put the Aretha Star hat from the inauguration right up there in the Raptors. Just dangle it on up there. 
Come on. Okay. David, take a text, please. Until golf's athleticism allows him to successfully clear a hash mark, he cannot be a top 10 quarterback, and I will not pay him. Okay, good. Then be miserable. Literally, what more? Hey, how many Super Bowls Lamar been to? Super Bowl, lots of hash marks. How many Super Bowls Josh Allen been to? How many mobile quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl? Oh, you want to say Mahomes? He's Michael Jordan. You will spend three lifetimes trying to find another Mahomes. What are we doing? I have no idea, but this texter wants to uh, make amends. He says, if Jared Goff is listening, I love you, man. I think you are a great leader. Your team seems to love you. Keep it up, man. Uh, that's my Not whole point. Team, management, coach, everybody loves this man. The statement when he was like, you're good enough for Detroit, told me everything that I need. Same to thing know. you have with your guy. Nobody else has to like him. People like me don't need to like him. His teammates do. Yeah. The organization does. Does everything right. Does what you're asked to do. And in Detroit, it's important somebody wants to be here. This ain't South Beach. Goff, all signs. This is home. Wants to be here. Just let it be enough, man. Let's go to uh, Chris, 97.1. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I just have a quick question. What do you guys think about Jared Goffers, the Tampa Bay defense? Because I'm looking at him and I'm looking at Baker Mayfield. And I feel like a lot of the times that we play quarterbacks this year, Jared Goff has really thrived as kind of this this underdog type of uh, guy who's been overlooked in a lot of ways. And sure. I feel like we're kind of going to see that with Baker this week in, in Tampa Bay. So I'm curious. Maybe Goff isn't the underdog this week. I feel like Baker kind of is the underdog this week. How do we think that Goff will be able to handle that, kind of being the favorite guy everyone expects him to win a playoff game? Yeah, I, I think it's a fair point, and, and, and the pressure is something that you look at. I mean, from a defensive standpoint, it's not Tampa's rank. I mean, I could pull it up. I, I'm pretty sure they're middle of the road in DVOA just like you are, but it's stylistically Todd Bowles, the coach, the architect of their D, Hyper aggression, blitz heavy. But he was also favored last week. I mean, Stafford came yeah. here, and we all, Stafford's coming home, but Lions were favored. Like, yeah. people thought the Lions were going to go out and do exactly what they did. A lot more pressure on the Lions last week, I it think. It was. Yeah. And they and they cleared it. Because last week was either going to be, like, winning two games or losing two yeah. games. And again, from a standpoint of styles, do I worry, okay, I have a much more aggressive defense this week a defense that took away your running game in the first matchup. Remember, Goff had to throw it 44 times against Tampa, and he did it well. He threw for 350. Well, we didn't have Gibbs. I, I get it. My point is Tampa completely ended your run game. And Ben Johnson went, we're not going to run it. We're going to slice and dice these guys apart. Mm-hmm. They're going to blitz you. Havoc can get created. If Goff falters against the blitz, which he has in the past, it's game on. If he doesn't, you'll blow the doors off this team. There's your matchup. Or just do what you did last time. You win 20 to 6, and that's good enough to move on to the NFC Championship round. Win 3 to 2. I don't care. Yeah. Just win. All right, 97 1. No idea who's coming up next. Uh, David, take a test. In uh, Rieger at the. Uh, Jeff Rieger's at Caesar. LCA, yes. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Rieger in front of seven people. <laughs> Dennis at work says, look, fellas, pay the man. It is so hard to get a capable QB. Not everyone is Peyton or Breeze or Tom or Pat. 
seems very clear to me. Agreed. The man. It really comes down to what's Costa's problem. Jared Goff is our quarterback, period. He is the right fit for Detroit, and that is important. Do I overvalue that? I mean, I think I'm qualified to speak on it, being that I've lived here since, well, in the state since 98. Being the right fit. Here since 04, that it is important the people you acquire want to be here. This is not L.A. It is not Miami. It's different. Here's what you don't want. You don't want uh, an Indomitian Sioux type of situation right. where you knew he was trying to get out. You Rico, don't want Juan I, Gonzalez. I'm just getting an apartment. Apartment, apartment. Right. I still say the same thing. Like, you think it's crazy? I say the same thing about New York City. You have to want New York. You can't be tolerant of it, and you sure as hell can't fight against it. You have to want to play there. Like, the fit is important. Right, which is why I was a little upset. And I mean, they worked it out, but like Calvin Johnson, like Calvin wanted to be here, and it's almost like they were like, no, no, Calvin. We're too good for you. Oh, until he went to the Hall of Fame, and then all of a sudden, hey, Calvin. But he wanted to, like, you're right. When you identify with this city, the city will love you forever. That's why I was kind of mixed feelings, because I think a lot of people thought that Stafford identified with Detroit. That's why a lot of people were angry when he didn't say nice things about Detroit. And he and they realized, dude, it's a business. And Stafford was just here collecting a check, had your logo on it, but it was a check. Let me read one more text here, and then we'll get to Jeff. Lions need to put pressure on golf to perform better, so they should bring in Jameis Winston next year to compete with golf to push him. I quit. I'm leaving. I'm done. Do do better. 67%, 30-some-odd touchdowns, 12 picks. I, 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 I quit. You know I what? I don't really think you need to push golf in. Yeah, no, it's it's just dumb word soup. Uh, Rieger, please, just what are you doing What's next? What's going on, guys? I how how get, are we? I got to get out of here. I need, immu- uh, no. I need immunity from idiots. <laughs> uh, here, Mike's going to be on the way, next um, uh, SpaceX rocket. <laughs> j- just so you guys know, I don't know if I need to email you or text you, but I got you both a Connor Stallions cameo. It's really nice. I'm really proud of it. Really? It was only $95. Well, yeah, here, so. you, you can send my message. Hi, I'm a cheating scumbag. <laughs> I if, love it. See if he reads that one. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, have you guys heard about the uh, latest feud? C.J. Garner-Johnson and Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I ignored yeah. it. I mean, it was fine by C.J., except one problem. the guy, One of the guys he cited hasn't played all right. year, and I thought hasn't Baker played. handled it fine. I, I don't really care. Go play the game. That was no, re- that was that was fuel for Rieger, though. No, 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 not fuel for me. I love C.J. Garner Johnson. I, I too thought Baker handled it well, but I do think we're going to play the exchange. I do think there's kind of a gauge of how Lions fans truly are from the exchange and what C.J. Garner Johnson decided to do. So we'll do that at six o'clock. Okay, and you're on the air till um, six forty-five. Oh, no. um, we have the Red Wings. They're gonna they're gonna play uh, Florida. And then we also have Mike Rico Pistons going for a two-game winning streak. I'm here at Little Caesars Arena, by the way. The Minnesota Timberwolves are in town. Mm-hmm. They're a pretty good basketball team, so I would not assume that the Pistons will win. However, since making a trade, they're one and zero. Oh man, I want to reach through this phone line. Okay, Rieger's next. I'm not taking the guys. bait. Rico's already turned his microphone off. We will be oh, back with you at two tomorrow. 90, I tried my best. I did. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.